Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 19, the Suffolk Ram here. Skazius. Bad. And it is our birthday. One year old today. Our collective birthday. Yeah. <laughs> now, we've got both cans up before they melt completely. Who wants to do the honours? All together? Well, you've burnt yourself. I had to light the last candle, because you can't handle it. <laughs> Bad, you do the honours, soon as you're the noob. Not going to show notes. Did you like oh, the catch? <laughs> smoke, oh, smoke. Oh shit! Oh no, <laughs> oh, no the chaos. We, we have a, a oh, cake oh, cutting shit. knife. Oh, <laughs> Turn that shit off on the table as well. So you know that's. Uh, well, someone's definitely going right. to lose a finger, or there's going to be something uh, on fire. Oh, this right. is brilliant. No one thought this through. <laughs> yeah, don't give the knife to me. It's just going to end badly. Oh, dear. That's right. I'm got... the candle blower, not the cake cutter. <laughs> This is all. This, this is a communist society. You sir. planned this so well, dude. <laughs> I thought this was such a nice thing to do. I it thought was. this is going to be really nice. I'm going to have a cake and have candles and everything. A slaver of love, this cake was. Well, mother's love, but um, <laughs> <sighs> I wasn't aware that your mother listened to the podcast. She doesn't. Well, there you go. Then. She watched it once, and then she was like, "Oh my god." She watched it once and she, she left, but she stopped Did watching it. Did you tell you to get better company and better friends? Yeah, no, such a foul mouthed little chuckle. She watched it once and got upset because I insulted what people. What are you hanging around with them Grebos for? <laughs> <laughs> she I'm watched, not assuming that your mother she, swears or calls people Grebos. You she, know, she watched it once and then got upset with the fact that we insulted. I, well, I insulted people who played Lego, Lego Hobbit by saying that all they do is because they like. If, I said, You're a sort of person who likes hitting things, you'll probably quite enjoy it. And she got a bit upset by that, so she stopped watching. Oh, my God. She got upset by that. It's a good job she hasn't seen the other podcast. Yeah. How dare you insult your mother, Nick? Your she's mom's quite nice. She, ain't gonna watch she made this. us cake. Of course she's not. Exactly. Shh, I make cake. Did your sister punch you out for saying the same thing? There, she disagrees with me. Right, Luke? Everyone <laughs> <laughs> has plates. Who's like the, 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 no- <laughs> the show notes? Bollocks to the podcast. Just. <laughs> Big piece uh, of cake. I'll <laughs> sit it on top of my cup of tea. Or, oh no! I'll just use the audio recorder as a as a thing. This thing. This was supposed oh. to happen. Seriously, could you imagine taking this down the pub? You're supposed to take this down the pub. Well, and they'd have been like, "What are them three random hairy geezers doing with a cake and microphones and?" Bloody how much ice did she put on that? Well, it's like an inch of icing. That's right. Diabetes podcast like, yeah, styling. Yeah, at the start of the oh, podcast, no one has diabetes. I'm glad that our listeners at home can join in in this. Yes. We should put us in the description. Enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. We should put us in the description. Please make sure you have a cake handy for when the podcast starts. At the end of the podcast, we'll all be having, like, I don't know, random sugar rushes and, like, coma dreams. I ain't, taking, I ain't taking this cake ah. back. Maybe it's got to be gone by the end of the podcast. He's a feeder as well, that God. Jesus Christ, Nick. What? Savour the damn thing. I am savouring it. I savour it my own special way. By inhaling it. <laughs> I like to smooth off the icing so it's a nice sheen in my mouth. And the... S- <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, people are just tuning in to watch us eat cake, are <laughs> yeah. they? Basically, yes. Marie Antoinette would be having a field day with this podcast. Look, uh, the people, they're eating cake. <coughs> it's poisonous cake. <coughs> it's done for us. Someone's being cheeky. They're saying, yeah, you're only half an hour late. <laughs> it's all right. That's a record. And Actually, slacking no, off rec- and eating cake. Our yeah. record was 20 minutes, I think. I've taken one bite so far. So like... uh, uh, 
So I was waiting for he starts the whole thing off, so we're waiting for him. Yeah, this is my breakfast, so, you know, mm. take your time, bud. Go for it. These awkward silences are really starting they to are. Mm. Well, Oh, no, I've got icing in my beard. Well, <laughs> Three fellas deep throat and cream around the table, you know. It's like... <laughs> Just watch well, this. while you two are finishing off your bits, show John how to do my bit, because he can be a while. I'll do my bit, and then... Yeah. What, you've actually played right. something? Because cake doesn't count as a game. I have been playing something. Oh, right. We're t- talking of cake, that'll, that'll relate to something later, won't this it? This is the latest oh, yes. release from Peter Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> he said there'd be yeah. more to it than this. Compatible. <laughs> <laughs> he, prom- he promised chocolate and as far to deliver. Yeah. <sighs> actually, it was meant to be. I was going to put food coming nice and make it blue like See, our logo. See, it's totally a Peter Molyneux cake. It's what we're going to call it from now, the podcast Peter Molyneux yeah, Surprise. and I outsourced to a different development company. <laughs> <laughs> um, this cake was not published by Bullfrog, therefore it's not good enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yes, I've been playing a game recently. I've been playing, um, or doing a Let's Play of Metro Last Light. The you sequel- have a lovely bit of ocean on your dip, by the Do way. Do I? Yeah. Good. Oh. Right, I'm storing half the cake in my beard to eat later. Seems really bad that I'm just scraping white uh, stuff off the um, garage. So yeah, I played Metro. <laughs> he played Metro. I played Metro it. last night. Yes, I didn't let's play on it. It's quite fun. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually no. Actually, it's good. It's more action. Ten, out of ten I like it's it. It's more ac- <laughs> game of the year. It's, it's more actionary. Yeah, it's more actionary than um actionary. <laughs> actionary, like dictionary, but actionary. Um, it's more actionary than the previous. Not previous last, like previous Metro game, Metro 2033, which is a fantastic game. Very it atmospheric. Weren't enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, very low actionary rating. Now we're starting to make shit up. Um, Where's that? Where's that been different from normal? Fair point. We have cake um, though this time. Yeah, I think I've got cake in my tea. Win. Um, so it's. Can is I it talk based about on a book? Like the last the one. first one's based on a book. This one is based is a adapted from the works of I. Oh, it's something they've made up, but based in the same universe. Okay, magic. Then. Um, yes, but because it's, it's a direct sequel to the first game. Right. Um, to be fair, they actually spoiler the whole first game within the first ten minutes. So if you haven't played the first game, you don't want to learn about the story. Don't play it because I'll tell you the whole story in the first ten minutes. Which I can't remember if you said you'd played the first one. Oh, I have. I loved the first one. I played it last year. Loved it. Very atmospheric. I'm just beautiful watching game. cake on there. It looks so wrong. <laughs> yeah. Very beautiful. Beautiful game. Because have you played it, haven't you, Luke? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful game. Um, I got absolutely wrecked at one point because, uh, well, you know, I'm not very stealthy. And you could make a noise from about five miles away in a cavern. The right. stealth is now a lot easier. They have basically, they've, they've made stuff a lot easier, um, which I sort of both like and dislike. I like stuff that's quite hard, but what I don't like it is when, in the previous game, if you alerted one enemy, everybody knew you were there. The whole level did. So you didn't have that moment like from uh, most stealth games where if one person catches you, you can take, it, take him out and get him for you and you go, oh, I made it out there. They've improved the AI a lot in that respect, so... You can They've do that. They've improved the AI to the point that it's not fucking cheap. Yeah. Because that was horrible when I played the first one, man. Like, seriously, you some, can st- some of the mooting AI was quite good, though. Step on glass. Like, under, no one could have heard you from the distance, and then all of a sudden the entire room's like, shit, he stepped oh. on that piece of glass right that over there. That can't be a rat. That can't be a rat. It must be. 
That must be that geezer that we don't know's there that's actually right there, possibly hiding under the grate Shoot just em. by that box. Shoot him. Everyone, let's get over there. They have to some other chamber, I don't, because the first one was actually quite a hardcore game, as you play. You have to resolve, like when you go up on the surface, you have a little time on your watch. You set, he, whenever you go up and put your gas mask on, he has a little time on his watch. Yeah, but it's actually you have to keep looking at your watch to see it because it's actually quite hard to see when it's getting low. The new one, it's now got a digital watch, it has a proper countdown on it, so you can see, to, which is I personally just like. Um, they've also changed the light mechanic on it. You know, the old one had three lights mm. to show how, like, there was like you're fully lit up, you're okay, you're a bit shy, but you could be spotted if someone came near you and you're in complete darkness. Now it's one or the other, there's no sort of middle ground. In fairness, in the original Metro. It was just like, even in complete darkness, even if there's no one around, they still know you're there. Mm. <laughs> it's just whether or I, not I've, they decide I've, to skip I've, their coffee break. I've um, stealth three levels, I've got stealth three levels in Metro, I quite enjoy stealth three levels in Metro. Um, pain in the ass. But, but it was fun. fun. Great fun game, I love the, uh, the at- what I think we did well was atmosphere. It really felt like you were in a post-opic world. This is can I say when I was yeah. on the surface, I was sh- I'd shit bricks if anyone came and cracked my um cracked yeah. my, my gas mask. I was like, holy fucking crap! You see something walking well, past, like you don't know whether you want to kill or just fucking run back from yeah. where you came. Um, but they, what's quite nice now you can get like mud and stuff on your mask, and you, but you've actually got a button that to wipe your visor. One thing I'm trying to remember, I can't, it's more some extra, I can't remember if when you had the gas mask on, whether your you saw it around the edge of your screen or whether the whole screen was. Just clear like normal, but you'd see it get cracked. Do you know uh, what I mean? No, I, I think it, you did have limited vision. I think, yeah. But then it I, has they, been a that, long time you don't, since you I don't have that in Last Light. It's just like it's basically you put the mask on. You don't make no real visual difference. Yeah. They have said they've made it more. The first one was more about a survival horror game. This is more of a shooter game, and right. uh, it does feel that more. But it's still very, yeah, very <laughs> actionary. Still very enjoyable. Um. Some of the new enemies, there's been a few new enemies in it. Um, there's one called Spiderbug, which, if you're arachnophobic, which I am, is horrible. There's literally my only, I think my whole Let's Play of us walking through the area is me going, oh no, not more. Not more. Like, all of a sudden his voice goes higher and higher and higher. There is a bit like that, there's a bit where I scream on the Let's Play. Yeah, fuck, I'm Brilliant. watching that. <laughs> yeah, we've got to see that. <laughs> ah! Just like that. Are these oh, like giant is. spiders or just tilly little things you can stomp on? Uh, there's... Bit, there's little there's tiddly ones. <laughs> tiddly ones will jump in your visor. Cool. That's then enough for Nick to shit himself in. It was actually. That uh, was the one. <laughs> and then there's the the big ones. Even the big ones are what are sort of worse. They all run up. They all come up to you. They don't like lights. So you have to shine your flashlight at them, and they'll scurry away. They'll try and sort of run around behind you and outflank you. When you've got two or three of them, you have to... Back, s- I've got a newspaper. <laughs> I'm not afraid to use it. You need a bloody big newspaper for these things. Ah, uh, but when you, if you burn them enough of your light, they flip over and you can walk up to them and stab them with your knife, which is quite Good cool. Good job. But no, I didn't... I, I don't like spiders and... They were just looking for tummy pets and you stab them. Useless <laughs> man. Well, they should have stung me with their stingers first, should they? They were just playing, man. I didn't know that you'd probably die. No. One thing that has got in it is this has its breathe levels like the previous one did. You know, level which basically is just about story. There's no action in them. Just sort of wandering a place. I do have this thing in games where you have like, you know, you have little side conversations. You can listen and get more insight. I do sometimes think some games put way too many of those in. And there's a right. point where you actually you'd listen and you think, actually, I just want to move on. And it does that bit. There's literally one section you go into called theatre. And as you walk through it, you've got every virtually every NPC is having a side conversation. If you want to get the story, you have to stop and listen to them more. 
and it is actually after yeah. a while you just want to I just want to move on. So that's where all of the story is. The rest of it just breeze through. <laughs> Pretty when you much. Get to the theatre. Get ready to sit down. Get your popcorn. I did. And- you can actually sit down in theatre. I actually sat down and watched the theatre show. Um. <laughs> It's yeah, it's quite. Is that quite, whilst you were listening to everyone's conversations? You weren't. Actually, no, no. This after listening conversations. Yeah, I actually, I actually put, I actually put in the description of the episode. This is a brief episode. Feel free to skip this if you want to. Feel free to skip it, all it, of the story. It's, it's hard. It's, it's a half hour long of just listening to story. Um, but I put in there because people who might want to listen to. It, I did half anyway. an hour's worth of listening to padding. Yeah, but I put in there, I thought some people might want to listen to it, so I thought I'll pop it in there. So, it's nice of you. Yeah, because some people might like it. Um, but it's no, it's, it's a. Oh, so it's a beautiful game. It still maintains that very visualness of it in that visualness. There you go. Never word. Um, actionary visualness <laughs> yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm imagining Michael Bay explaining every one of his movies like this. Well, it's got lots of actionary visualness. <laughs> cool. We'll, we'll make it. Um, you know, but it doesn't. It doesn't ever. You, all your stuff you need is in game. So you know, you have your 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 objectives come up on your clipboard but it's actual physical in the game so if you want yeah, to look so at them you uh, have to actual get physical yeah. um, thing rather than just a menu and if you're in like a dark up. tunnel you have to get your lighter and hold the lighter on it so you can see the clipboard but of course that makes you more lighter so people can see you so if you're trying to do stealth don't look at your clipboard but to be fair you very rarely have to I like the previous one which you had to sort of look at it constantly to try and find where you're going this one I've been, I looked at it twice is it still as intense graphically um, I would say it's better. Original. Oh, it's better. The ori- the I mean, the original would shit over any graphics card you threw at it, pretty much. They've optimised it a lot better. Ah. It's not very optimised. The graphics, it looks a lot. It looks beautiful. It looks really a lot prettier than the other one. Some that had some really dodgy pieces. Some of the um, character mods were rather dodgy. I'll probably cry then if it turns out this is a uh, this is like a console port. Step down. <clears throat> it's well, it's it's it's. I think it looks. Uh, it, it sells the atmosphere well, and when you go. Um, Above the surface, it resells the atmosphere. I might have to give that a go. I don't actually think mm. I've got it. We well, need someone who does a let play of it or something just to watch first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I might have to check out that next let's play. You don't play. mind watching that bit in the theatre, though, man. I hear it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's got loads of story. I might have to find that bit where the dude screams like a girl, but. <gasps> But it is 30 minutes where the dude who's doing it isn't talking, so that's, that's always good. You know? No, I talk through as well. Oh, God, he talks through the story. Damn, He's man. one of them. I, can't, I comment on the uh, theatre show. That would never happen. Yeah. It's popcorn stale. Yeah. Bastards. You don't get any popcorn. Quite disappointing. Fuck. No yeah. strip tease. Nothing. Yeah. What's the point in that? Uh, What's sucky theatre? Metro. Good game. <laughs> sucky theatre. Sucky theatre, yeah. Good game, but we rate it on its actual actionary visualness. <laughs> <laughs> actionary, it's five actionaries out of actionary. Visualness is five. It's why I say eight visionaries out of visualness, but different scales. Actionary visualness. Rad. We're mixing them there. We've got visionaries. Rating. What they nights in the magical light back in the day? Yes, they were indeed. How much is it now? So it is a oh, I can't. A... I I just I bought such a long time ago. Oh, not, uh, they've now released Metro up. Uh, that's what I would say. They've now released Metro Redux, which you ain't got any of the Metro games. I think it's five pounds, but you've got both games in it. But they've redone the original game using the last night's engine. Okay, and they've pulled some of the um, optimizations across, including some of the annoying features of the first game. But they've fixed in last night. They've pulled across as well. So now it will play on a toaster. Yeah. Okay. So basically, if you're going to buy, if you haven't got it, buy the Redux version. Because they fixed a lot of things. So it might actually play on my bonfire of a PC right now. 
Well, if your PC actually worked, it probably would. Yeah, I might be able to get to the title screen. You can try. I'll do. It's good enough for a review for most websites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Go for it. Right, I actually two have actually finished your cake now. How does it take to eat a bloody piece of cake? You're savouring it. Your mum made that cake. There was a love putting in that cake, man. That was good. Taste that will teach me not to talk my mouth on. Yeah. Didn't your mother know teach you that? I was feeling so poor Luke's got the edit. Talking on my mouth on, tasting the love and choking on the love. <laughs> they, they sound like three films in a very, very dodgy trilogy. I was thinking that poor Luke's going to have to sit down on the audio and actually have to edit out all the munching. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no I'm going to keep adding because that, that just shows how much we love the cake. It's good cake. Man, like I edit anything these days. I, I, I edit anything. You guys don't pay me enough. Don't pay you anything. I and and now we know what. <laughs> <laughs> We've had 14 pence on our YouTube channel. I mean, between three of us, it's nearly that's nearly 5p each. Oh, you can say that, but I almost guarantee you we haven't been bad that much. Just saying. Yeah. I'm going to have to... Oh, no, I looked at the analytics the other day. It's 14 pence. Nick, but I have played a game and I didn't write it on the notes because I wanted to surprise you. <sighs> Once again... Look. I did it on purpose because I wanted to surprise you. Because the game is dishonoured. Ah. And I hated it. Can we uh. talk about that? We talked about that. <laughs> Absol- <laughs> Actually, that's, that fits in quite nicely. That was episode one we talked about dishonoured. There you go. <laughs> there you go, right back to episode one. And you were talking about stealth games. And I just thought I had to. I, I really didn't like it. I played it up to like. I got to the city and I saved some dude and I just. Couldn't get into it. I was re- yeah, I was really hyped for the game. And, I mean, it seemed really, really fun up until I the got to the things that I was getting sold on it were like people saying it's like Thief. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's it's the spiritual success of the Thief. And I played it and I instantly hated every character I came across. It was like, oh, the Empress is dead. Well, she should have been dumb enough to send me away then, being her only bodyguard, she, you know. She, yeah, but, but no, she, she was fine when she sent you away. It's when you came back. Yeah, yeah. She's a bit of a shit bodyguard, really. We discussed, actually, we discussed this. Well, yeah, she, she walks back and she gets murdered. Yeah. Go back to episode one. Yeah. You'll, you'll hear this exact conversation. Excellent. Except, you know, Bartleby replaced with some foul-mouthed chucklehead. Who was that? Because only me and you on episode one. dun 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 <laughs> I was the foul mouth chucklehead, if anyone hasn't guessed. <laughs> so right, I bring yeah, to yeah. the episode. I, I, I only just wanted to say I played it and I hated it. it was, that was it. I just had to throw it in there because that was, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I didn't think it was a bad game, but I, again, I couldn't really I get into it. I think it was more the characterisation really put me off. There wasn't anything in the world that really hooked me in. Like- it's got problems with it. Um, the main problem, the fact that it, it, the game punishes you for playing with all the fun toys. Yeah. You oh, use, yeah, yeah. You use the fun toys and the game punishes you, you for it. Ending. Yeah, that's not and cool. that that that's that's nothing I don't like about the game because basically if you're a self player and you want to get the good ending, you're basically to sleep darts and chokeholds. Or in the or in the, or in the add-on you get some pepper dust. Right. You throw some right. pepper in the face and that's it. Whereas if you plan to play for the don't worry about getting the bad ending, you get Minds that shrivel to pieces. You can electrocute people. Gateways. You can. I'm happy with the bad end. <laughs> yeah, that's all. It's, Apparently, it's... isn't the bad end in the canon ending? That's what I heard. Mm, I don't think it's ever been said which canon is canon. Oh, maybe somebody lied to me. I don't know. I was talking about it. Yeah, 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 well, not been funny until there's a sequel. There can be no canon ending. Flashback. We'll find something. We'll... Sometimes developers will state if an ending's canon or not. Um, 
which one you were supposed to get, but didn't yeah. care enough for. Oh no! Why? When you said like all the fun toys kind of lead you to the He's bad right, end. Though, yeah, definitely. Because that was one of the things that gives you that message right at the beginning. And I was like, well, that's a bit pointless, isn't it? Well, Getting all these toys and you can't use any of them. It yeah. reminds me, uh, Christ, what was the game? Blades of Time was its sequel. Um, X-Blades? Mm-hmm. I was kind of like God of War cross with... I remember Blades of Time coming out, like, lots of people getting it. Was it good? Um, I don't know. I never played the sequel, but oh. I did play X-Blades that everyone said, you know, get the fuck away from it. So it was literally God of War cross with... Um, Heavenly Sword or whatever it was on the PlayStation oh, 3. Yeah. Um, or at least that's what a lot of people would say. It. It's like, um, not a bad game, <clears throat> but a lot of the time you just want to bang your head against the wall. But there are two endings, good and bad. And I'm just going to completely throw this out of the window here. You've got two, like, you've got skill trees, and it doesn't matter what you do in the game, if you put a single point into one of one of the wrong skill trees, that's enough to get the bad ending. You don't have to use the skill. You don't have... Like, if you let someone die or whatever, doesn't matter, but just putting a single point in one of the other skill trees is like... I think games in general, most games in general, are terrible at endings. Yeah, for sure. I think most games just can't end a game properly because... Most things come yeah, down to they either try and guess what ending you should have based on some arbitrary action. So, like, Silent Hill, if you didn't heal enough if you're suicidal but the reason you didn't heal enough is that you're not going to waste healing like if you're half health you're not going to waste your potions get or whatever you have what do you have in sign hill was it vials wasn't it wherever you have sign hill to heal yourself up you're not going to waste them when you're half health and they restore you fully you're going to wait to your low health because that's just economical isn't it mm. so basically for oh you must be suicidal and it probably gave a bad ending for it um and like then you get the people like like what Deus Ex has always done in the original Deus Ex where basically you get to stage like okay now you pick which engine you want second one's one was awful wasn't it second one yeah just kill everybody else but the people you want to win yeah ending um, third one's even worse the third one is a brilliant game right when you get to the ending when basically you're ending you pick an ending by literally pushing a button it's like which ending do I want that one that one or that one the only game that I think does decent endings is the Fallout games where basically rather than having an ending you have several missions in the game, and depending on how you complete them, it creates. It'll have a little video based on the aftermath of that mission. So it'll say like, you know, the chosen one did this, this, and this, and the people from so are able to move on and do this stuff. Of, and so like, it knits them all together. So you have a montage about twenty different like mini endings because you might have done different actions that are all different. So yeah. that it actually reflects what you actually did. Utterly rather biased than the here you. because it's my favourite game. But Sakodan Two had very good endings. Um, I think you can get about three or four different endings depending on choices you made during the story, mm. um, which is quite open-ended for a JRPG, really, because not many JRPGs are really that open-ended, are they? There's normally quite a bit of a straight-through with JRPGs, mm. but this one, depending on how many... Because you could collect people and put in your castle that would join you. Yeah, join your stars. Yeah, the 108 stars. Depending on how many of them you got, at what point in the game you got them... And various political decisions you made, you've got a different ending. And mm. the, the three endings are all really good. The, I mean, one of them that's really, I, I thought was quite profound, I won't reveal the ending, but the, the route to getting it is, because um, you're going through the game, you're just like a, a pretty much a, a, a young guy, you're like a kid really, aren't you? Yeah. Who's put into this position of being in a, involved in a military war. Um, one of the endings you can get is just from making choices where you run away all the time. 
And I remember someone saying, that, well, that's a bit of a shit, and it isn't. And I thought, well, not really, actually, because you've got this kid who's been thrust into a position of uh, authority that he doesn't necessarily want to be in, and he may not want to get involved in all this conflict and uh, the, the combat that's going on, and he just wants to go home, you know, and mm. uh, be with his family and that. And if you make those decisions, you get a specific kind of ending. But the way it goes about doing it is very real, and I thought mm. that was pretty cool. I think as soon as the game has to make an ending, but it's got to be like a final epilogue, or this is what so-and-so went and did, because half, half the time when it sort of puts in, you think, no, I don't, wouldn't. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I'm, this character, for all intents and purposes, is me at this point, or how I'm portraying myself in this game, I wouldn't do that. I oh, wouldn't say to people, no, I wouldn't. It I depends let burn. on how open-ended the game is. If it's a game yeah. where your character is, or the game is based around you building your character, then yeah, totally. Yeah. But if it's a, more of a story about a character that you have no real impact on other than playing the game itself, yeah. then yeah. Uh, and then it comes down to, but then it depends if, how it allows you to play as that character in the game. Yeah. So let's say take a dishonoured example where you can play both stealthy or violently the fact that it's it, the, you may, the way the ending implies in both the endings might say oh you'll do something which you wouldn't necessarily funnily implies. enough the lack of character hurt dishonoured a lot for me I would, I think I would have enjoyed the game more had it had what was his name the guy plays Corvo. Corvo had Corvo actually been more of his own character the game might have been more likeable because it obviously set its own world and lore up and Corvo doesn't really say or do much. He doesn't say anything in no, the whole game. Uh, that is actually, you know, that's actually why I quite like him as a character because there's no presumption. So, see, see, I, to me, when I played Corvo, and this week, I guess this, when I was Corvo, he was an okay guy, you know, he he was done some slightly shady things, but he was law protector, so again, he must have been a reasonably stand-out guy. Wolf Among Us, where we would have the exact same conversation, but that character has his own character as well, and yeah. yet we sort of managed to build Bigby into our own idea. You can, of what but he you are be. semi-limited to how he can yeah. be. But as a core to me was, I think would core to my core for I think would be quite a nice person to meet. Yeah. Whereas I think Luke's Corporal strangles people. Luke's Corporal be yeah. a psychopath, and you yeah. wouldn't want to cross. And that's why I, quite, I like the fact that sometimes I like it well, when the game's really the light. The problem on... being because it was like being compared to Thief a lot, and people saying you should like this if you like Thief. Well, no, because the thing I liked about Thief was Garrett's snarky personality. Yeah. And Corvo doesn't have any of that. And it would have been nice to have heard him comment on shit that was going on, you know, and stuff mm. that was happening. But the thing about Thief, maybe. though, is the way Thief was set up is that you couldn't really, although you could semi go through the games violently, it was heavily discouraged. Oh, yeah. Um, and a hard difficulty is you couldn't kill no. people. So it encourages, whereas obviously, in the case of Sonic, you can do both. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, think, I think com- a lot of it comes down to the playtesting mm. as well. I hear that Dishonored had a horrible playtest in. Yeah, where people they hated it. Because they couldn't figure, people couldn't figure out what the hell to do because they stupid. had so many yeah. different... The game would have been a lot better had they playtested it with people that actually play games rather than these morons that get given these jobs. Didn't they, didn't they give them to... Uh, I remember them showing an example of a really easy puzzle and all these numpties not getting it and going, oh, this is too hard, I can't figure it out. And it's just like, it's a very basic stealth puzzle. How can you not figure this out? If you want them to like play this dick. kind of game... What's the, what's the big old convention that happens in uh, Germany? Is it oh, Germany? um... Is it Gamescom? G- no, no, it's no. Games Convention Germany, GCG, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Clue, but I don't didn't know, they but... play test it there and everyone was like, I don't understand. And then they had to kind of put mm. things in the game so that they actually showed you where you could yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's put pointers in. And yeah. Mm. Damn. But you're right, Nick, I was a murderous bastard. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why having a very, 
I think the more open a game is to how you play it, the less person that a character needs to you start could play with. Babysitting simulator, and you'd still turn out to be a murderous bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good oh, Mary I Poppins just, simulator. <laughs> you know, so, nursery tycoon. Hey, kids, I'll teach you how to use a shotgun. So, cool. Yeah, not good you. times. I need to make a joke about teaching kids to use a Yeezy, but given what happened in America recently, probably not. Uh, yeah. yeah. What do you think is going to happen if you give a child a fully automatic weapon? Well, if I was anywhere other than America, it might have turned out all it's right. It's probably normal. But, um, you know, just America. Yeah. Store it in your inventory. Don't get it out and wave it around. <laughs> Video Games 101. Damn it. Learn. Store to your, <laughs> store to your magical inventory. Yeah. Hey, Ammo you- is separate to gun when stored in inventory. Not in the same place. Well, yeah, man. US government thinks the games tell us how to kill. Well, seriously, as you say, put it in your inventory. <laughs> so, job done. <laughs> if games have taught me anything... This is an adventure game. The Uzi is not to be used as a gun. <laughs> it is a trading piece with another or, character. Or you eventually go around and you've, you go around and you've like, done this quest to get to this ultra weapon. It's like, this, like, I don't know, say it's a massive missile launch. It looks beautiful. It's like the ultimate death thing. It's like, I'll save that for later and never use it for the rest of the game. <laughs> I love it when <laughs> <laughs> you get all the way through a game to unlock a ridiculous weapon. You're like, well, 90% of the game is done now. Yeah. What's the point of this ridiculously yeah. overpowered weapon? I've, I've played games where I've picked a weapon I've never dared use it because I do it because like, the ammunition might be quite scarce. So I've never used it. And I've got to the end of the game and like, oh, I've got all the ammunition for that weapon. I've not used it once. Good times. Mm. It's reminds, um, is it Torok Dinosaur Hunter when you can build, find different um, I think pieces so, of yeah. a weapon by coming with what the weapon's called? But damn, I love that game. Just Which Torok was it? Torok 1. The very first one. Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? You build like a railgun or something. Uh, no, it was a, uh, like a, a a rocket launcher and it was fired it? something that was blue. <coughs> I can't remember what it was. A like. blue rocket launcher? Yeah. Well, it yeah. left a blue trail because you had um, two hyper-powered hey, guns. I, I, a... Perhaps that's where you're getting confused because the um, Quake's well gun had for the blue trail. Oh, okay. Blue trails in guns. That's just everything. Yeah. Instant hurt. And I'm from where Quake's well gun used to leave a curly trail as well, as if the bullet was somehow... Sort of, rota- sort of yeah, is, rotating yeah. around a centre point magically. Sadly, they've man. got railguns now. Quake's so cool. Yeah. Love Quake. Right, what are we next. on to now? Next, next, next. Now, is this actually something that's on the... Is this, are we going to be talking about something that's, yeah, on, yeah, the about something that's on the or notes? Or are you just going to surprise me again? I'm not going to surprise you again. It's a birthday. It's all about surprises. And... Even if they're horrible ones that you don't want. But Oh, I'm sorry, I just had to do it. I got it for free on Steam for a little while. It's like a free weekend, and I was like, I can play this game now and talk about it. And I was like, it sucks. <laughs> I'm bored. What's happening? This is just a strangling simulator. That I felt like much... I'm playing Peter Sutcliffe, the video game. I actually did try really to stealth to for a while, and then stuffing just turned me into getting bored and murdering everyone. I, I next time I play it, I'm going to do a no magic one, where you don't use any of your magic powers. You know what you should do? And then it basically is fit you when you do that because you have to sneak up everything. Do Skazia Simulator 2015 <laughs> and see how long you can go before you know you break out into a mass murder rampage. Try it; it's fun. I tried. I, I tried just... not murdering people in Postal too. It lasted up until about the time I got into the queue at the bank. Is that the first level? It's not the point, man. <laughs> You're English. You should know how to queue properly. I managed not killing anybody until I had to go buy the milk. That's the first level. I know it is. And you don't buy the milk. You steal it and leg it out of the shop. I went to the cash point trying to figure out how to buy it. When I was I like, couldn't buy it, then I shot the guy. <laughs> I just <laughs> shot him and legged it. I can't buy this here. <laughs> I paid to bullets. The face. Yeah, pretty Pay much. With lead. Good job. Someone told me you could buy the milk, so I figured out how. Someone told me you could buy milk, 
And so I tried not to buy the milk. Simulator. Yeah, it's the same as you can go to when you get paid. You go to the bank and you can either queue up or you can just nick all the money from the bank. Mm. You know, take your pick. Yeah, but I tried to buy milk and I couldn't do it. Yeah, well, they didn't an option. I was, fault, I was thinking, where's the option to buy the milk? How do I buy the milk? This is getting too complicated. I'd rather buy some milk. Damn. Fuck it, I'll shoot you. See, that's all you need to do to turn Nick into a murderous <laughs> bastard. That's pretty much. Give him the option to buy milk. Psycho, doesn't it? I can't <laughs> buy milk. You're fucking dead. <laughs> Where's the milk? Oh, Just some guy running around in the street, gunning people down, screaming about milk. Like. <laughs> Don't I was so scared I wanted milk. full fat. <laughs> what a goat's milk or rat's milk or something they had in Postal 2. I, I don't, don't know. know. Game so much. I know mm. idea. So good. Oh, so you don't know, right? Crazy random ginger dude shooting. I people. think we're going to jump to my second choice and we'll talk about Monster Hunter first because I wanted to shoot the breeze with you about this because yeah. it's a game. Uh, Luke wanted me. To, well, I wanted to sort of see what it was like, but Luke wanted another person to play with online. Yep. So I thought when I actually get a chance to play, but. Yeah, I'd borrow his copy and see if I like it, because I was a bit sketchy about it. I played the demo before, but only briefly, um, and said, yeah, I'm not sure if I like this game, but it was like, we'll give it a try. So I borrowed it, and I've been giving it a try, and it's kind of growing on me. Like, I still don't like some of the farming aspects, but I've been reassured that you can get through those quite, quite quickly. I yeah. tend to get bored of stuff like that. Like, once you know where the stuff is that you need, or what you desperately want, then yeah. you go for it. Because, like, you don't have to farm... Everything. I'm kind of yeah. jumping ahead right now, but there are the game's kind of grind heavy, and you're like, "Oh crap! I want to get, um, you know, I need a new set of armor." And people just kind of pick pieces from certain mo- like every monster under the sun, rather than making a set. Yeah. Like. like you're just like, right, fuck it! I want Baroth armor. The annoying thing was I couldn't get Baroth armor. I spent like days trying to get Baroth armor. I couldn't get the one piece I wanted. Two of my mates got it and put up a trolling video on YouTube. By the time they put nice. the trolling video up, I'd already got like three stages of armor ahead of it because I just got sick and tired of trying to get that one. But you know, you you pick, you find the bits that you need. So you know, like I told you earlier about herbs and honey and, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Find out where the fuck it is, get it, keep a stash of it. You don't need to farm all that. But much. I mean, what what actually drew me to it? So what I've wanted to play it for a while because everybody plays it and it's a very popular game amongst people I know. And Monster Hunter Four is coming out soon. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes. Um, so I wanted to get in on it, and like Japan loves it. It's like really big over there. So I'll, I'll I'll keep trying. I'll persevere. So I got the demo. New Monster Hunter coming out on the Vita, by the way. All oh, right. Yeah. I don't know. I have you got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. But I thought I'll, I'll persevere, but I want to do the demo first, because obviously the, first, the start of the game is just the, the, well, the main game is just you're farming quite a bit, aren't you? So I well, what I'd test out monster fighting and stuff. So I got the demo again, and I'd only played it like once before, and thought, oh, I'm not sure. So I thought I'll persevere with it this time, and I started to like it, because there's all these different weapons, so I'm like, I don't know what the hell I want to use, I know Luke uses a... A great sword. Great sword. So I didn't pick that because I wanted to use a different weapon to what you use. So I tried all these weapons. I can kill the... There's two monsters. You've got a creature called the Legombi, which is That's like... That's the piglet bear thing, isn't it? It's oh. a yeti with rabbit ears. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Um, and then the like Plesioth, quick, which is basically like an underwater dragon kind of thing. Um, and the Legombi... It's flying fish, isn't it? Yeah, it took me a while to kill the Legombi to begin with because I was getting used to the game. I'm testing all these weapons. I quite like the gun lance to begin with, because it's sort of like a... I don't know, it's just a cool idea. You know, Your range weapon gun filled with like, um, husks. And, and I learned like how to use it as well. And then when I started getting the, all these all these weapons have specific learning curves, I started to really get into it, because I was trying all these different weapons, thinking, oh, I like this one because of this, I like this one because of this. But what was 
really holding me back is I, I got to the point where I was getting so good with the weapons, I could kill the Lagombi, but could not kill the bloody Plesioth. Could not kill this fucking thing. So it's just a big underwater dragon that will jump up on the land. It's got this really annoying move where it keeps spinning round, will clock mm. you with its tail and knock you flying. And I was never quick enough to get out of the way or to shield it or whatever. And then it'll go underwater... And then that's just a pain in the ass trying to fight this thing underwater. Yeah, fighting underwater with... just sucks in that game but so bad. Now that I've figured what my weapon of choice is, and I've opted for those of you playing Montana will know the hunting horn. Uh, well, my, my moniker's Bard, so it should have been an obvious choice. It's this musical weapon that buffs people, and I was like, yeah, cool. But I didn't really want to just be buffing people. But I watched a video about it, and this, the guy who was doing it said... Um, uh, Shepard, Social Dissidents. That's the dude, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a good video. And he said, you know, this isn't a buffing weapon predominantly. Obviously, you will learn to buff with it, but you have to get stuck in and use it. And it is a good weapon for getting stuck in and using. So, all right, I'll try it out. Tried this weapon out. Murdered the Lagombi with it. It died really quickly. I was quite impressed. And I'd already got the hang of the musical notes and getting all the buffs down. And using them in combat is really quite fun. Mixes the game up a bit. And then absolutely destroyed the Plesioth. So, I like, yeah, I found my weapon of choice and that's got me into the game. But I kind of like the fact that it's taken me so long to find the weapon I wanted to use because it's given me a chance to experience the game. And I like the fact that it's kept me coming back despite this monster being a pain in the ass because the game has a really good challenge rating. I mean, it's, it's hard, but it's the kind of hard that will draw you back in. And just in. think, you're not even playing on the hardest difficulty no, at yeah, this point. Yeah. There's, uh, Apparently that monster's quite hard for the for the demo, though. They, well, were, saying that that, they were saying that that was a bad monster to put into the demo because it'll p- potentially put new players off. But that was the whole point of putting an old bunny yeah, yeti, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, and... Um, I don't know, I just, I kind of, I see, because I wasn't willing to stop playing the demo until I found a weapon I could kill this bloody thing with. And that became, like, my little challenge. Like, every time I was playing the demo, I'm like, I'm going to find a weapon I can kill this thing with. I'm going to learn a weapon. I started to get really good with the switch axe, but still couldn't take this thing out. And then it was really, I felt quite accomplished to have a weapon I could finally murder this boss with. And as much as I have enjoyed a lot of games over the years recently... That is not a feeling I've had for a long time because boss battles are so simple nowadays. They're so mm. easy. You don't get any challenge. You Monster just Hunter is stomp just everything. Boss so it was nice to have a game where I actually fought a boss and I had to really figure out how to kill this bloody thing. And I mean, yeah. if you think, oh, hey, yo, I can take that down just myself. Yeah, no it ain't chance. any easier yeah. even if you've got four people no. with you because you'll get. But then, I, but then, but then this is where I could start to see why the game is so popular because the the whole idea of how the weapons work on their own merits, mixing together and being working as a team, has kind of a team building thing that not many other games could attest to. Because on on so many other games, you're on level pegging, your weapons are kind of the same. Whereas in this, they're so varied, different. Yeah, I could see the attraction of how you'd all be trying to work together as a team to take this beast down and using your weapons to their strengths to benefit everybody else's weapons. Yeah, see, so we have to cool. throw this out there then, because a lot of people always ask, like, hey, yo, what's the best weapon in no, Monster there Hunter? there isn't one. There ain't one. You've got a shit ton of them. Try them all. Oh, the best play- weapon is the one that you're yeah, most comfortable with using. from playing with, with the weapons myself, I could see, like, why certain weapons weren't work for me, but at the same time, why they work for other players. Like, yeah. there, was, there were weapons there that really aren't to my playing style. Exactly. And that was instantly, I could tell, this is a really good weapon. Doesn't work with me. Either it's too slow or it's too quick. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, with, with me, I kind of found a middle ground with the horn because you can move quite quick. 
you can still knock things down and do a reasonable amount of damage. But then the ability to knock out buffs while you're doing it is really quite cool. Like once you get the mechanics of that down and you think, well, actually, I'm benefiting my whole team and I'm knocking the shit out of the monster. So, yeah, it's quite yeah. A, a cool little weapon. I mean, my two of choice, uh, Sword and Board and Great Sword. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, sword seems to be quite a popular one. Um, and, yeah, I've heard good things about the old sword and board, even though I couldn't get the sword and board down very well. Mm, it's quick. Yeah. But it's kind of plain. It felt weak It's the me, van- yeah. It's the vanilla of, of Monster. Yeah. That's the one that you kind of I get I needed something that did a bit of damage, but also had something interesting to keep me... Because I tried the hammer... And while it's a good damage dealer, it felt a bit boring to me. Yeah, because when, really... when you do the, the kind of like whirlwind style Which is move. crap, isn't it? You you need to stop you, and do the big heavy hit, don't if you? If you nail it, then yeah. you do pretty well. It's like a lot of people don't like great sword. Yeah. I think it's fucking brilliant, but everyone hates the fact that you get your one good swing in or your two good swings See, in. Slow as hell. I didn't mind that. Then you have to put it back. I was a Zwayhander user in Dark Souls, and it's mm-hmm. pretty much the same kind of thing. Yeah, same works the same way, effectively. Um, you will find that nine times out of ten, you're going to miss. Yeah, though. When yeah. you're going for that level five hit or that max hit, you're going to miss it. Yeah. Which, t- which, again, where your team comes in, you could have your team set you up for a really good hit to do all that damage. And, yeah, yeah. like um, the, the buffs I was seeing, I haven't seen all of them yet because apparently different we- – well, I've said it already from playing the main game because I've got a different club to what you have in the demo. Um, the different clubs have can only do three notes each. Um, yeah, your Y attack, your B attack, and then your Y B attack. Um, but then each club has different note schemes, so they'll right. have three different notes that could do different buffs. So you, well, while you're learning all the buffs for one club, they'll be completely different to all the buffs on the other club. They'll have some of the same. If, like, say you've got say one where you need three yellow notes, and that both clubs have yellow, but one club might have blue notes and the other one might have red. So mm. then suddenly you've got new things to try out. And yeah, some of the buffs I was using, and I've only seen like a very small amount of them by the looks of it, um, I could see where they'd benefit the different weapons. I mean, you've got a speed buff, you've got a stamina buff, um, a defense one, you've got one that adds penetration to your weapons um, or makes the weapons penetrate harder by the looks of things. Um, yeah, there's quite a few of them and it seems like... Uh, my weapon of choice there would affect the game like that. And then, yeah, all the other different weapons have their own little things. I could see with playing with the gun lance, you can use the actual ammo to break off pieces of the monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and That's Zybo's choice, um, is uh, gun lance and switch axe. Yeah. Um, Divine, I believe, uses hammer and possibly uh, gun lance. Lance and shield, according to this. Oh, fair do. There you go. Watching. And uh, I've already said Sword and Board and, and Great But sword. that's really cool because it means if I do get the chance to play with you guys... We've I, never I, actually I, played with a, a hunting horn. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, cause so. my, my main aim was to... Because I didn't know all the weapons that your uh, other players used. I only knew that you used a Great Sword and you said somebody else used another weapon. And I can't remember for life probably what it was. The gun lines. And... Uh, I wanted to try, or, or if I could, get a weapon that would be different so that it was, you know, you wouldn't have two of the same. Change Oh, up. you said someone used a bow. That was what I was remembering. Somebody had the bow, but I couldn't get the hang of that anyway. Mm. I thought, I'll try the, all the weapons, but I'd rather settle on one that not that no one else in the group uses. Yeah. And that ended up, well, I mean, it should have been an obvious pick, really, from the start, but I was so adamant about know. not being typecast. I was like, I'll try that later, and we'll see that what happens. Anyway. Like. And yeah, and ended up using it anyway. Um, the one in the demo is quite neat. It's like a coffin tied to a stick. It's like, but I had to be honest, I, really, I don't really remember playing the demo much, if <clears> at all. <throat> no. Um, 
But then again, to me, it was Monster I'd say that's a really good demo because it gives you 10 characters that are have, well, from what I can guess from playing it only a bit, a little bit of the game, they have moderately decent armor and weapons so and that I'm you're pretty, getting pretty sure they're like near top yeah you're yeah. getting an experience of what the weapons are actually like rather yeah. than just or being what given, you're going to get rather yeah. than your nub stuff. yeah stuff. absolutely and the two monsters they give you are good because the Lagombi is fairly simple um, although it did give me trouble to begin simple with simple but fast but now I can kill it in no time but to, that, that just shows how fun the game is you know you start learning how to do all these yeah. different things it's all, once you you have to really kind of get some of the <clears> stuff get some of this stuff down and it gets even worse in uh, later levels because you can all you join up <clears throat> so you're doing village quests and I can remember you saying how you didn't really like doing the village yeah. quests um, you unlock different stuff as you go through yeah see um, that started to village. make some of the village stuff appeal to me because I've started to actually now think ah oh, this is hand and I can do this and that that seems like it, that but, will grow on you but that can also tie into the online play because literally you go to like the bottom left of the of the single player map and there's a little uh, little bloke with a raft or a boat, right? Then he'll take you to the port, which is where the multiplayer starts. Ah, okay. And um, you basically just end up on like another little port, and um, you then do another set of guild quests on pretty much the same maps um, for another kind of guild yep. master or whatever. And you can all hammer through those, like, yeah. You know, I could see the game's predominantly built with multiplayer in mind. That's, oh yeah, that's for obvious sure. from the get go. Yeah, and um, uh, at some point, like you're like, oh yeah. So I've managed to fight, you know, you've fought a couple of them, you know, you did a fight of them, um, you fought like Lagiacris, um, Baroth, Kurapeko, stuff like that. And all of a sudden you go onto this map and, or even if you're just farming for the village and then you'll find that some of the native enemies that have turned up in that map before yeah. will just fucking mob your ass. Like, a, um, I don't know, you'll be going out just to farm some stuff and... All of a sudden, the guy Chris Kurapeko and Great Jaggy come out of fucking nowhere to wreck you. And you're yeah, like, oh, nice. shit, no, I'm not going to be able to handle this. And then all of a sudden, Raytheon comes out. Nice. It's like you're just wandering around trying to grab yourself some honey and some, some blue mushrooms, and you're about to get mobbed the shit out of. Even in the easier, even in the easier modes, that game can be quite challenging. I'm just going to shops for some pot noodles, and I got stabbed. So, yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's how it works, man. It's like run around simulator. That's <laughs> what we call it. You know like, how most RPGs work anyway. As soon as you walk out the door, you get attacked by somebody. Yeah, it's not quite the same, is it? It's more. I always feel um, when I play Final Fantasy, so I think these people walk this road. How come I get attacked by ridiculous monsters every single time I walk it? This is like the main road between two places. Like yeah. seriously, you should probably see a lot of corpses down by the yeah. side of the road. They just like, brushed to the side. If anybody I come across is like a weak level, how how they gain past these monsters that I keep running into? It's because they're more hardcore than you. They take yeah. the yeah, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest thing where everyone yeah. else is a higher level than you. That's because you're, you're the main character, but that's the psychosis being shown. You're actually a nutter that thinks that he's fighting all these things. Yeah, really they just see this random guy that, running around swinging his sword. Would explain why it's turn based. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? Because if you're an actual monster, you go dead. It's not. It's my turn now. No, it isn't. That's what you would do. You, I'm not going to let you're you stand here and fair. swing at me all day. Yeah, I'm not waiting for you to have a go. Just keep stabbing. That's what I'm just imagining Casper playing chess by just flipping the board now and going, Yeah, I'm not letting you have a turn. Look, I've won. But that's that's a turn based game, whereas in a fight, you're not taking turns, are you? You're just going to kill each other. I don't know. If you're a gentleman, you do. Yes. (laughs) Well, Queensbury rules, sir. It's your punch now. I'm pretty sure in the rules, miserable. But I've had a good punch. Now it's your punch. Yeah. We'll see who can stand the longest. Damn, I'm actually gonna have to see if I can find someone that will fight like that just for the lols. 
broadcast it on the internet. Make millions. One of the lamest fights. No, in no, history. no, 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 don't. Because that did happen, didn't it? And some dude died. <laughs> they were playing punch offs or something. And it's their own problem yeah. for being a pussy. And then that was like, yeah, we'll do that on YouTube. Not a good idea. No, not a good idea. You're all dead. Turn-based fighting is clearly lethal then. That's what we've learned. Don't do it. Well, there you go. That's why they put it in RPGs. There you go. Rather than just running in and being OP and killing stuff in one hit, you have to stand there and make sure you kind of put on a show. (laughs) Well, you did in Final Fantasy IX, didn't you? You actually did put on a show. I want to find the the person that can teach me to be able to make myself disappear (laughs) in this strange dude who rides a horse come crumpy and slash everybody up. Oh, why? Well, you just got Odin, Odin then. I've had him for a while. He's great. Oh, God. See? See? Look, he's like, oh, Final Fantasy is fucking amazing. Just wait till you get a night of the round. Then your sister's probably sat there going, well, I could have told you that ages she ago, mate. She just fucking tried it. I still think well, Odin should have the other had a beard, so you can man. see if she likes the other ones. Hmm. Sorry? I still think Odin should have had a beard. <laughs> he doesn't have a well. beard, does he? He's got a weird helmet on instead. It looks very odd, but it's still cool. So what Final Fantasy games has your sister played then if she hasn't played 7? She's played... She, I know she played... Was it 10 and... She's played 10, 12... Is it 13 a normal one or is that an online one? Oh shit. Th- no, 13 is a normal one. 13, she's, 13, she's not 13. playing the online ones but she's still played 10, 12, 13. <laughs> Basically 10 was her first one. Oh, okay. And she's played she's played 10 too. She tried to play Final Fantasy 8... Couldn't figure out how to go onto the train. Most of us tend to stop at Final Fantasy. There's not many people that seem to like that one. She couldn't figure out how to go onto the train and then didn't play it anymore. Okay. Final Fantasy VI, how do you go on the train? Get Sabin into power vomit. <laughs> yeah. Wrestle the train. Just expecting a German suplex on the <laughs> next. See that boat? Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing Dynasty Warriors. Just pick that boat up. It's a bit of the old Juan guy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a tidal wave out of nowhere for my attack. Yeah, okay. Like inland. <laughs> Absolutely mental. Love that game. Still hammering the hell out of it at the moment. I still haven't played it. Yeah. I'm, I'm working nuts. on unlocking horses and stuff at the moment. I've just unlocked a sword for Sao Sao. He's level six sword. And it looks like it's made out of cardboard. It's quite amusing. It's meant to look really awesome and cool, but then you see it from one angle. It's just like... Straight yeah, it's just like literally cardboard. Wow, cow. that's a cool sword. The hilt is completely 2D. Great. Actually, it turns yeah. out it is made sword, out of cardboard. Uh, yeah. Sword only amazing from one side. <laughs> yeah. The other side's not even painted. I don't like how over the top they look either. His, his fifth level weapon looks like a Gundam sword. It looks like a Gundam would be waving around. It's really like mech looking. It's very odd. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I've just got visions though. You know when they used to do all the little plays at school and that's where you used to do a little bit of carp and they cut it into like a sword <laughs> shape and only spray one side silver? That's just what I'm visioning now in this. That, <laughs> you turn round for the other side of the fight and it's like, oh man, <laughs> run that one. Yeah. That's why be- it's not my turn yet. So right. trying to be clever Are we still on Monster Hunter or shall we move on? Right, the game's great. There is no weapon. There is no, no best weapon. No, there's no weapon. good weapon. You can't ever say that with the game, though. No. The Farming weapons are really well bad. balanced, actually, I'll say. They're very balanced quite well because a lot of games tend to mess that up. You'll have some weapons that are OP and then others that are, you know, not so you'll good. You'll find you'll feel someone's weapon is OP until yeah. you try it. Yeah. And then you'll be like... Fuck, because yeah. you're not used to it. It is all down to your style. Yeah. I just I can't get used to any range weapons. I have to get in there and murder things. Yeah, no, I could get used to the range weapons. Or either. hit things with my big sword. Yes, but uh, yeah, that game is so satisfying. Multiplayer is amazing. It will go on forever and I'm ever and ever. I'm laughing my ass off at the starting hunting horn actually because it's just a set of bagpipes attached to a club. 
you whack them with the bad pipes and it makes bagpipe noises and it's just like this is See, it's mental. all good yeah. it's all good I mean you could pump 80 hours into just maybe grabbing two or three pieces of armour it's just yeah. it, you will want to go back because there's going to be yeah, one well, monster see, that will be your nemesis every time like, I was coming home from work each day going I'm going to kill that motherfucker I'm going to get that place yeah, off exactly. today I'm going to fuck him it. up and it's just like yeah it's just like every time coming back and then when I finally killed it I was like yes this is the weapon I will always use I killed it with a bagpipe. Excellent. <laughs> so my reward was literally just yeah. wearing the monster's flesh. I was like, I am going to get that full set. I may have wiped out two-thirds of the species. I will get that set. They may all have tails, yeah. but for some reason I'm not getting them this fight. I just left it behind. I thought, you that's, know what, I'll go kill yeah, it next but it's time. That, that's, that's most Again, that's another RPG staple. It's like, I'm going to do World Warcraft. It's collect these feathers. You kill a bird. It hasn't got any feathers on it. It's like... It's a whole bird. It You've must whacked have... it so hard the feathers are going flying that yeah, way. That's like must, when you have to kill the wolves a... and you can't get the wolf's foot. And it's like, <laughs> I can see four legs there. Where are the feet <laughs> gone? this wolf. It's got their foot, but I found a whole set of clothes on it. Like, what, the, what the hell? <laughs> and yeah. loads of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're thinking to yourself, well, this on a wolf minute. has consumed the whole chandelier. How did I come across <laughs> this? You know? It's like someone has randomly turned up, cut his feet off and just jammed money down his throat. <laughs> Good times. Uh... Monster Hunter, good game. Yeah, Looking no, I, I, I'm glad I'm actually getting into it. I didn't think I would. I thought it would be one of those games I'd always just never be able to figure out. And if but... you enjoyed the single player, you're going to love the multiplayer. Yeah, no, I'm Scream. really looking forward to Get everyone on Skype, start screaming at each other. I'll pick that up and that'll, that's going to be good fun. It's yeah. basically Screaming and Running Simulator. Because that's all you will hear is someone will run in, usually me, charge, wail at it, screw it up, get whacked, and then run away screaming. And I will literally, like, just wail down a microphone. Nice. So, there's plenty of live streams out there if anyone actually looks of me and Are my you were saying I should po- probably, like, figure out a secondary weapon? Uh, yeah, it's always nice to have a, a, a secondary weapon cool. just in case. Um, what ones aren't people using? Or what ones are people using? You've got bow, switch, axe, gun lance. I just wait and see and find out. And then, um, cool. you know, just try and find, just play with some of the other weapons and then just kind of, you know, find two or three that you actually like. Yeah, for the moment, I'd stick with the old horn, though. It's a, it's a cool weapon. I don't think I'm I will. I'm almost certain, though, we'll never find anyone else that will play with the hunting horn. Yeah, I so. don't think I'll need to switch up from what I was watching in the video because the dude there was saying, actually, a lot of the time you build your gear more around the horn than you do with some of the other weapons. Like, that, because the horn gives you the stat boost and stuff. You yeah. don't have to worry about your armor having specific stat, stat boosts. So yeah, because you, you have to, um, of, if you can get full kind sets, of a you versatile, get set and... Yeah, it's a versatile weapon in that respect. So maybe I won't need to worry about using another one. But yeah, yeah. I, I do like using buff weapons. They are kind of cool. See, that's so. one of the things that actually put me off using it. So I was yeah. like, shit, I'm going to have to stand back and... And, yeah, uh, you know, see, I wouldn't have used it if it was a stand-back weapon, but because it's a weapon you can get, you could really get involved with. I mean, I knocked the place off out with it. I didn't even manage to do that with a hammer. I'm smacking this thing in the face, and it's just, like, got stars around be its head. Then. I was like, that's cool, I've knocked it out, and I'm just wailing on it. Whereas with the hammer, although it does a lot of damage, I found it too slow for my play style. But with this, you could just whack them as hard as you can. See, if you get in there and stun yeah. it, then I can wail on it with my massive sword. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, and, if you, and then... Then again, if you've built up the notes correctly, you've not only have you stunned it, you've just given a buff to the dude using the sword. So the sword attack's going to do even more damage. Just like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yes. Do I get the feeling that one of our commenters summed up Monster Hunter by writing, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, has that summed up Monster Hunter for you? Good old Divine. <laughs> How did you even know that? See? <laughs> Is it because he's the only viewer watching us so he knows I it? know other Monster Hunter players. <laughs> We've had other we've had other commenters who I've known who they are. 
from the comment. Uh, but yeah, like I gotta say, all the weapons, even though they didn't all resonate with me, I like them all. They're all interesting weapons. I really like the gun lines, even though I'm useless with it. I yeah. liked it as a weapon and like the way it works and everything was very cool. And yeah, that's. I mean, I think it looks neat. I just, I just don't think I could ever use it. No, I got the hang of using it to an extent, but not good enough. If you know what I mean, I couldn't get to the point where I thought I was comfortable enough with it to be able to use it well. Yeah. Like, but I, it was still neat. Yeah, like some little things where you can slam the lance down and then fire off all your shells at once. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, little stuff, touches like that. And I really like the switch axe, but yeah, I don't know. I couldn't just... get on with switch axe a lot. Yeah. Well, it was a neat weapon, but it just kind of, you know, threw me off because I was just, <laughs> I was so used to greatsword at that point. And, yeah. And uh, sword and board. Yeah. Um, but I've, I can remember once upon a time, I actually thought that the first time I'd used greatsword was in 3U because I didn't switch up from sword and board until I think 3U. Yeah. Because uh, I'd played try, which is what 3U was. Back on the uh, on the Wii, on the Wii, yeah. Uh, when it was region locked, yeah. See, because people have been trying to get me to play the Wii version years back, and I just wouldn't do it. I was like, I can't get into this. this Pretty much the same game, cup of tea, really. But Pretty yeah, much the same game. Um, I but can then, see that because the Wii U version does look dated, even though it's a good game. It looks very, very. It's basically dated. the HD remake yeah. of um, of Try. The, the actual character, the, the environments are still quite nice, but the characters, the characters look dated as hell. The PS3 version doesn't look any different to be no. Fair, so obviously the character editor is like, oh, you could have a beard on your car on your character. Like, oh, that's cool. It's just like he's got a bit of cardboard. They've had to yeah, his they've face. had the exact <laughs> same style since the first one. <laughs> but I, you know, I thought that was a nice style for the game. That was yeah. something that you you look at it and you're like, that's Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, but it actually turns out that I was using... I do like the armor sets and stuff as well. They look really neat. Like, it's quite cool-looking gear that you can get. I thought it was neat that um, the first game on the PlayStation 2, and I've been a fan since the first one on the PlayStation 2, uh, one of the first PSP games was pretty much just Monster Hunter on the PlayStation 2. A right. portable in your pocket. If I remember rightly, I could be completely wrong there. But it was so fun! Yeah. I had a PSP version and couldn't get into it. Unite? Really, yeah. That was Freedom everyone's favourites, but I preferred the I could not ones. get into it. That was one of the things that put me off playing this one. I was just like, oh, I know that game is so slow. I already got it for like £4 or something. Yeah. And then started it and just could not get into it for the life of me. But this one's a lot friendlier than that one. Mm-hmm. Um, even without the demo, I would have found it easier than Unite. Um, they have pretty hardcore nerfed 3U to be fair yeah. in comparison to Try Try would have basically bent you over it wasn't really the difficulty it was more the way it shows you how to play you know it doesn't really give you much you info get in on what to do. do it you just, yeah that's it just chuck you into the that's deep what end the, that's like, what the really oh. kind of boring farming missions are at yeah. the start of 3U that's your tutorial yeah. that tells you how to make all the stuff that supports you throughout yeah. you know, your quest so you can, and, and your starting weapons are actually useful the starting weapons in Unite Freedom Unite were horrible. They didn't do much and you damage got, um, at all. You actually get a pretty nice buff suit of armor to start with. The yeah. leather suit is actually pretty hardcore buff from the initial suit you go and try. Yeah. Um, so if anyone played 3U and was like, man, this is so easy. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. The monster in, there was a monster in Try that drove me nuts. I've already mentioned it before. Baroth, the one I was trying to farm the armor for. And it was a complete bastard in Try. An absolute Bastard. And then I saw this pretty neat video from a guy who hadn't played Try, uh, but had played three years ago. Like, yeah, I kept on hearing all these people saying it was like really hard, but man, I beat this thing like no trouble at all. I was like, because they've nerfed the shit out of it, you little <laughs> bastard. It's like, just walk up to it and poke it with a stick and it'd fall over in, in uh, three U. Nice. Do that in Try and it'd fucking rip your face off and shit over you. 
Literally, it would. It All would at roll. the same time. It would roll in its own turd, and then you'd have to chip it off its back. It was great. Really? Yeah. Because nice. that was one of the things you'd need to make the armour for. Is that like a big warthog thing? Uh, no, it was uh, uh, like a T-Rex with a big old shovel jaw. And Oh, no, yeah. I have. I've seen that. Yeah, that's cool. It is a pretty neat monster, but it will just charge at you and wreck mm. you out of nowhere. Good All times. Right. But I think we've exhausted the fact that Monster Hunter is fucking yeah, amazing yeah. and everyone should play it. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I, I didn't think I would get into it. I really didn't. I'm is quite surprised. On, no, is it on Steam? No, because it's too good for PC gamers. It's also not a good game, then. PCs are only, only good Steam games is also. getting some pretty cool games recently. It's getting some good Jap stuff, which is nice mm. to see. Hopefully, like, the old uh, Japan Steam I'll look games. At, I'll, be, I'll, I'll look at Steam's stats. You can see how much, like, money, how much is downloaded per country. And I think we're, like, number three. America's number one. Russia's just behind America because it's a big place. America. But then the great thing is it's got such every country including North Korea. And strange enough, do you know North Korea's not downloaded anything from Steam? Wow, man. It's because the Kim Jong-il games are on there. Nor- yeah, the Kim Jong-un games North are, Antarctica. Really? Those polar bears obviously haven't got Steam access. Damn. I reckon they have. They just, you know... They haven't got polar bears. They're still playing yet, ice yeah. climbers on net over there, man. That's, that's what it's all about. Makes sense. It'd still work over there, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> right. Moving oh. on. The other game I picked up for Wii U uh, was the wonderful 101. You actually picked it up rather than... Yeah, I, I bought it, yeah, yeah. I haven't bought it off anyone. I actually, well, I got this one. Oh, well, I haven't just... I've been wanting to get it for ages. You know I want to get it for ages. We talk, I think we've spoken about it on podcasts before. Yeah, I a couple of times, that yeah. It looked like my kind of game. It was 20 quid in game, and I was just like, oh, grabbing that. So Second pick up. hand? Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Really good neck, though. Like, very, very... Uh, I wasn't praising you there. I was just saying it's a, it's a... <laughs> Pristine condition, second-hand copy. But yeah, picked it up. Funnily enough, when I started playing it, I was like, I'm not sure if I like this. Like, it was like, I really love the idea, because I'll be a big fan of superheroes in general. I love DC Comics. Well, I kind of like Marvel, but I'm more of a DC fan, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I love also Japanese heroes, like Kamen Rider and stuff like that. Probably, for those who would not be familiar with Kamen Rider, the easiest thing I can equate it to is Power Rangers. But yeah, because wasn't Power Rangers part of... Super Sentai, isn't yeah. it, in Japan? But m- it's more mature. Like, like I know it sounds daft, but yeah, it's more mature than Power Rangers. Like, Super Sentai had, like, actual stories. Not It wasn't just a bunch yeah, of kids. Yeah, because wasn't our... Wasn't they were, like, our, freedom fighters, weren't they? They weren't um, just kids, high school kids Wasn't our monsters. Power Rangers a blend of, like, three or four different series? It was, of- yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was a child, I actually liked Power Rangers, and it's one of the most embarrassing things That's I fine. remember. Kids love Power Rangers. I, I loved it as well. I, my, I got my parents to me see the Power Rangers film, and apparently they flipped a coin over who'd have to go. My dad, that film's great just because of Ivan Ooze, man. <laughs> Ivan Ooze is a wicked character. My dad lost, in case you're wondering. Oh, dear. Yeah. God, it's shit. <laughs> it had Bulk and Skull in it. It can't be that bad. But it's like yeah, instant win yeah. Right I, uh, but the, the basic translation for henchmen heroes being heroes that transform into stuff. So rather than having superpowers, like they're, they're not like Superman or they're not gifted with superpowers, they have some device that will transform them into a superhuman. Uh, another good example is the Giver because his outfit yeah, yeah, yeah. is transforms him into the Giver. He isn't just 
a dude with powers. He's a dude that gets a suit that gives him powers. It's that kind of premise. And with the wonderful 101... For me, I thought he said MacGyver. I thought, I, MacGyver. Don't, know, I, thought, I don't remember that for the TV series. <laughs> MacGyver uh, meets the guy that would be pretty awesome. I mean, look at what MacGyver could do with a paper I don't, I don't, I don't, You give him some <laughs> alien bio-booster armour, he's going to be fighting bits and pieces in that that Shofukamachi never had any thought, idea about. I know, so, I've, no, I thought, I know where Richard E. Nansen doing that. Like yeah, he get the he get the bio boost drama and find like some alien bottle opener on it somewhere like yeah. no one else knows about it. Yeah. Like, maybe like in yeah. the butt, like you just yeah. get your bottles. Like, there you go. There's a cold one for you. Like he builds some like clever device out of it, but like like shines your shoes or something, wouldn't he? <laughs> Oh yes, but yeah, the the wonderful ones, which are the the titular heroes of the wonderful one hundred and one, they're, they're like a group of. Like Justice League, basically, is the easiest way to sum up. Formed by the United Nations to defend the planet. Yeah, they're from all around the globe, so there's all different people from different places, and they've all got different uh, abilities. Um, They're all colour-coded, so you've got... Your main ones are you've got your wonderful red, wonderful blue, green, pink, and like Power Rangers. um, And they have abilities... Given to them by the, they've got like a machine thing that they use, haven't they? Like, no, I can't remember what it was. It called, gives though. them their unite ability, which basically means that they can mix their powers together to co- combine into things, and each one of them has a different one. Uh, a good example: Wonderful Red can combine all the other Wonderful Ones into a gigantic fist. Yeah, it looks kind of like is a massive sword. Yeah, Wonderful Blue is a sword. Green is a gun. Pink is a whip. Yada yada yada, and they look kind of like. I kind of equate it to it being like a hive mind Green Lantern thing because it looked like Green Lantern attacks you yeah, know, where he yeah. could form things out of his imagination um, using the ring and they look sort of similar um, and from I haven't played greatly far into it I'm about on level 5 or 6 I think yeah I didn't even think we got that far the basic premise so far is that Earth has been invaded by aliens again um, isn't it huh again yes I think so yes second time around and uh Jordan, the next one of the wonderful ones, there's this there's hinted that there's ones before you that inspired you. Kind of like Justice League, really, because it was inspired by the older, the Justice um, Society beforehand. So there was a, the Wonder Red is the main character, but there was a Wonder Red that came before him, so the title's been sort of passed down. And he's now got to fight against these space pirates that are attacking Earth for some unknown reason. But it's kind of hinted at so far that the... Uh, and this is from the very first fight, so it won't spoil or anything, that the prince you're fighting against, who is head of these space pirates, may not necessarily be so bad as he seems. Like, there's a reason he's a space pirate, mm-hmm. and we don't know what that is yet, but, yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll get to that point. That's pretty much straight after you... Is that pretty much straight after you take the school bus off the bridge? No, it's a little while it's after little that. After you, that. You, you do a few levels, and then you are on a shuttle, and you're trying to keep the shuttle safe while they're attacking, and... They board you onto this gigantic ship, and you have to fight onto their sort of ship and attack all the. Okay, cool. Yeah. And the 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 guy you go up against, the head of the pirates, this prince dude, he's got the same powers you have. He yeah. can unite them into the same you can sort of weapons. See, you can actually see his shadow in one of the cutscenes at the very start. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, to begin with, I found it a bit hard to get the grips with. Like, I couldn't really figure it out. I was like, you find the touch controls are a bit awkward? You, to, they weren't as bad as everybody said. It wasn't the touch controls that threw me off so much. It was more figuring out what the hell I had to do. And when you start, if you haven't got a great deal of abilities, I bought the first ones I could, which are like the one where you turn into a jelly, which when I figured out how to use that, it's brilliant. It means you could deflect certain attacks. And then you've got one which dodges, so it gets you out of the way quicker. But once I started to get the hang of it, 
all these little bits of how the combat works start to make sense. I mean, it's a Kamatani game, Kamatani, um, Kamiya game even, the dude behind Resident Evil and Devil May Cry and all those kind of games. So I knew the combat would be really intricate. It was just a case of getting there. And once you've got the right set of moves, you can then start to figure out that the way you fight, which is brilliant, is each enemy really needs to be countered. You can't just running a while on things you've got to watch enemies you've got to figure out how their attacks work and you've got to suss out how to um defend against them um examples being there is a tank that will shoot um cannonballs at you mm-hmm. and the way you um attack back is you turn into the jelly form um get get all you guys together make a little jelly form and you could deflect the cannonball and it hits it and knocks it over and then you can attack it um another one being there's a variant of the cannon that will shoot lasers instead. So you have to suss out straight off the bat whether it's going to be one that shoots cannibals or one that shoots lasers. If it's cannibals, you want to jellify so you can uh, deflect the cannibal back. If it's lasers, however, you use the wonder sword to deflect it using the sword, mm-hmm. like a um, deflects the beam, um, which is interesting because obviously the jelly is just there to defend, but the sword can attack as well. So, yeah, I didn't think of doing that at first until the game hinted you might want to use the sword. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, each of the, each of the enemies has these sort of little hints that you can maybe use a different attack to to get around it, um, which is neat, really neat. Um, I like the fact that you collect heroes as well as you're going through yeah. the levels. You get more of the wonderful ones. There's a Wonder Bear. Wonder yeah, Wonder Bear is like the first one you get, isn't he? he? He's pretty cool, just like a little dude with a beer on his head. One of the ones I can't figure out at the moment because I couldn't suss out how you can look at their bios or anything, but there's a fat dude with a toilet on his head. It's like, okay, I don't want to know what his power is, but yeah, there's a fat <laughs> dude with a toilet on his head. Wonder Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, we've been asked a question. Okay. Is 101 like Pinkman? Sort of, but not. Like, the only real things I could draw, conclusions I could draw really, is that you use lots of little guys to attack one big thing. Yeah, but um, they don't... In Pikmin, you command them to attack. Yeah, it's very oh, direct, isn't it? In, you, and you separate your troops to attack in different ways. And go and gather and things. In 101, you are the main yeah. thing. And then you use them... As a weapon, but they don't go off to fight. No, you, you can to, command them to fight yeah, to you keep can, things. Um, you can uh, you can do the whole separate attacks. You can have yeah. one do um, as like wonder hand, and then you've got the, the sword. And you can, you've got a little move button you can press that means that they will keep enemies at bay while you're fighting another yeah. one. So you can keep some more enemies at bay while you're fighting a bigger one, um, for example. But, but not yeah. quite the same as Pikmin. There's similarities to Pikmin, but it isn't directly. Um, like Pitman, which is completely different, which is interesting because it does get compared to Pitman a lot. So I could really? see why we get asked that, yeah, because yeah. a lot of reviews and stuff that I've read have mentioned Pitman, even though I didn't really see it too much. No, I, I don't. I don't Not in the combat, at least. To me, it plays completely differently from Pitman. This um. is the unique thing about it, and probably why I didn't like it to begin with, and then it grew on me, is because the combat is very unique. It's got its own way yeah. of doing things. It's a weird style isn't it the yeah I thought it was a bit of. kind of floaty and a bit fluffy once you get your head around how to use the different weapons and how like you have to that 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 is a bit immersion breaking when you have to then draw the circle to get yeah, your hand I d- and we found that sometimes we would actually draw the circle and it wouldn't do yeah. anything um, it would trip out or you'd have to draw uh, you'd have to draw a line to connect points together and you couldn't actually draw the line on the gamepad in the direction you wanted it to yeah. go so you'd have to use the thumbstick instead and so it's like well 
why give me the option to yeah, draw on the gamepad yeah. if there's not enough room to do the it? The thumbstick is easier. I've resorted to using the thumbstick 100% now. I don't even use the gamepad. So that kind of makes you wonder, like, well, is there really even a point of having the gamepad? You could yeah. have probably put I, it I mean, control. I admire the fact that they tried to use it. Yeah, it's a neat it, little, it's a neat little function, but it just doesn't, you know, so I guess yeah. it's cool, but. I mean, the actual presentation, it's got that Camille charm. It really has. It's ludicrous. It's over the top. It's silly. It doesn't take itself seriously. Like, even when the characters intro themselves, like they freeze frame, but then one of the characters that they're talking about doesn't freeze frame, like falls out of the sky. Yeah, or... yeah. Uh, yeah, and it parodies itself, doesn't it? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, a very... it's constantly taking the mick out of everything it does. And... Yeah. It harks back to some of his other games. I find Wonder Blue very similar to um, Beautiful Joe. Similar yeah, sort of sure, character. Oh, they're good games. And he's kind of similar to Dante as well. So he took Beautiful Joe and Dante and mashed them together. And it's like, there's Wonder Blue, you know. There crazy combo. Yeah. Um, yeah, the character interactions are pretty cool. It's very... It made me... It it feels like you're playing with toys when you're looking at the screen. Like, it looks very much like you've got a little Lego set or something out and you're... You're playing with these Legos. The characters just, do kind of look rough. They, they to look me, plastic, they look kind of, don't they? Yeah, they look really kind of They're jelly-like. All shiny, and, and, yeah. yeah. And they do look... And the, even even one of the bits you can come across is a um, Japanese ball machine, you know, where you twist it around and you want... Like you have in Shenmue, what were they called? The, uh, oh, I can't remember what they're called. But yeah, but we, you get yeah. little toys out of machines. Yeah, and that's you how mean. you rescue oh, people. God. Yeah. It's pee, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't think what they're called. The little geezery things you'd someone normally find in arcades yeah, and down someone on the knows. So, Someone will know. But, tell um, us. Yeah, when, when you're, un- and you're not unlocking dirty underwear in it, like you might do in certain ones that you might find in some places, as I hear, in, that they have over in uh, other places, you can get this kind of weird stuff. But no, you're getting little people out of them instead, which is good. We like that. And plastic <laughs> figures. That sounds so bad getting little people out of them. Yeah. Like, children? Do you mean children? <laughs> you get civilians out of them. And civilians. then the civilians can be upgraded to become wonderful ones. And you're like, oh, wow. I've got yeah, because when you rescue army. random civilians... They join they... your little group, and then you can make bigger weapons. And it's like, oh, cool. Now I can do a bigger fist to smack the thing in the face <laughs> I, can make, I can do a bigger fist. That doesn't sound any better when you said there's little people there, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's dodgy underwear machines and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh it's times. not so wonderful now. But, yeah, sometimes you actually get out of them, not just the civilians. You unlock another... Sometimes you get out of them having a bigger fist. <laughs> Somebody, sometimes you unlock another wonderful one. So you'll get, like, a Wonder Beer or whatever come out of one of the little machine things. And that then makes them even more like toys. It's like, oh, I've got a little toy man come out of here, and now he's joined my party, and I've collected another wonderful one to add to my little minifig collection. So, so yeah, it's kind of like toys. In yeah, a way, which is neat. I like it. It's very retro-y. It's got sort of... It would appeal to you if you grew up at the same sort of time we were growing up. And clearly, Camille is from that sort of age. So. It's kind of cool, but I just found that sometimes it just wound me up so much. Yeah, it is. it does have its little annoyances. Um, it's not a game I can sit and play for ages either. Yeah, I play very, in short very bursts. Small. I play a level, and then I'll stop, and I'll go do something else. I've, yeah, I don't ever sort of play it as a whole. But um, it is a neat little game. I will give it that. It's um, it's worth a play. And it's, it's at least it's, worth a play. It's inventive. Like at least it's different. It's not doing anything that's been done before. It's mm. well, you know, it does do, but but it, it does try to change. It's things different up a enough bit. to warrant a play. Through, yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, and yes, yeah, charming. If you like, and if you like superheroes, you're gonna like it. It's, it's got a very uh, 
Yeah, if you're I definitely want to pick up fan. the story, but I just don't know if I could handle the gameplay. Yeah, plan, to be honest. Yeah, some bits of the gameplay can be a bit annoying. Like I was saying, when I started off, I really could not get into it. I'm like, oh, this sucks. And then like, I eventually started getting the hang of it. I'm so, yeah, not so bad. Now I'm getting the hang of how camera and stuff. But um, yeah, the story is definitely the incentive to play. But yeah, not a bad little game. Um, I would definitely suggest picking it up if you have a Wii U as. Uh, that's the only console it's on, so yeah. Just because you mentioned minifigs, yeah. um, go and get Lego City Undercover. Yeah. That game's awesome. Yeah, Gra- I, I have heard good things about this game. It's Grand Theft Auto for children. Cool. Awesome. Sounds good to me. Star them young. Train them young. It works. My kids love it. Cool. Cool. Scars. Yes. Games. Strangely enough, I have actually <laughs> played some games. And they're the not in the show of... notes again, aren't they? Oh, yeah, well, I didn't think they were important. Show notes suck. <laughs> Poor Nick. Well, I was trying to save some ink. Nick's family's going to go bankrupt if he has to keep on printing. That's all he print out is the show notes. That's all we own a printer for. Good job, family. <laughs> yeah, my family are great. Why is that, Nick? Well, I get show notes and cake out of it. There you go. So That's you all go. you need in life. Show notes and cake. What is best in life? Show notes and cake. Games and cake. And One of the notes. games I've been playing involves cake, kind of, oh, which wow. isn't a lie because uh, we have cake here. So, Shrink Wrap Pile, 2011, Portal 2. Yay! Now... I meant to play Portal 2 back when it actually came out for, a, for I another website. I hate to website. admit it, but Portal 2 is one of them games that gets talked about so much by fan bases that I so don't like that I just go, no, I'm not playing it. It's like... Well, it's <laughs> got Stephen Merchant in it. Nah, but that's the thing, because I haven't played the single-player campaign. Uh, uh-uh. Now, Portal 1, I thought it was pretty fun. I played that one pretty late in this, in this, yeah. uh, in this life I still well. that one. And, um, it's pretty fun. It's uh, cool. kind of quirky. It's a neat little puzzler. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's um, a, ni- a nice idea. Yeah. I think it stomps the crap out of Half-Life. Yeah. So, just saying. Oh, like, Half-Life 1. I haven't played Half-Life 2. Just I'll play, to get to that. Just play, just play Paul. Ignore mm. the Half-Life series. Just, just sweep it under the carpet. Pretend it didn't They happen. are joined together. You know, they're the same Yeah, universe. I know. Sweep it under the carpet. It's not worth it. Paul's the better, the better side of the story. So much more fun. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so... Been playing Portal Half-Life 2. Half-Life 1 was good when it came out, man. That was a revolutionary game. Very cool game. Yeah, millions of years ago. Yeah. I still ignore it. I played it on a toaster. It really did not run well. I was playing it in, like, slow-mo. Why is my disc melting in here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, I know. What I went. I'd said it to number four instead of number five. That's where I went wrong. <laughs> you should have actually, you know, whatever. At the very end of the game, when he speaks the final boss, he goes, poof, and flicks the disc back out. Or the mulch. Yeah. <laughs> I broke my toaster. Shit game. (laughs) Toast has Gordon Freeman's face on it. (laughs) Must be religious. That's bad. Look, no, I just think that... um, We always got old Jesus face on toast, don't we? It's always on toast. It's always on toast. I just reckon someone's, you know, being really dodgy and fucking around people's toasters all the way, but... But to be honest, if I was, like, the Messiah, I think I'd fuck with people by putting my face on toast and nothing else. That's why dinosaurs exist. (laughs) faces on toast. Who the fuck was it that said that? The reason dinosaurs exist is just God fucking with people. I don't know, but I like them. Whoever, uh, that's cool. I can't remember who the fuck said that. It was just awesome. That was hilarious. Either way, Portal 2... Way better than Half-Life. So it's Portal 1. Um... God, why the fuck does everyone like Half-Life? I like Half-Life. Sucks a dick. Anyway. 
good Why do you hate it so much? I don't know. Kill your family? What the hell, man? There's something about that game that pisses me off. Probably because it isn't Portal, but I don't know. There aren't that many games, you know, that that are in kind of, you know, Valve's catalogue that I actually See, how like. I should appeal to all these people that say we don't have enough whatever's in games? Because unless you play as a ginger dude, that's cool, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, about progression here. A the... ginger moot dude as well. Yeah. Typical. There's two demographics that don't get catered. Well, yeah. mutes do. <laughs> I mean, come on, Link. Most Corvo. well-known mute in the world. We've just been complaining about Corvo for not having yeah. enough personality. Yeah, but yeah, that, no, Corvo, do, Corvo does speak, but you don't hear him speak. Yeah, sure. He's deaf mute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh that's God. awful. But now I'm just kind of imagining Corvo as Luther Rigno. And wait, hang brilliant. on. Does it? Has Thorny just cracked something that's like going to completely destroy the world before I have? Mm. So far, this podcast. Awesome. Good have job, I, man. Yeah, that? I think so. Well, other than me saying that Half-Life is complete shite. So, I don't know. We've probably offended plenty of people with that one. You offend most of the internet by saying Half-Life is shite. Good. Fucking PC gaming fags. <clears throat> Just saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> PC gaming cigarettes, fair enough. PC gaming master race. Go and choke on it. I, I I would actually just like to step and say if there was a game where you could play as Luther Igno, I'd probably love it. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Like if it was old school Incredible Hulk, that'd be wicked. Do that. Make it Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> make it. Make the make Hulk Ultimate school. Destruction was a cool idea. You need to make another Hulk game where I can smash shit. Stop fannying around with this other crap. Hulk, yes, that's all I've got to say on that. Hulk Smash. <laughs> I'd like to see Guardians of the Galaxy game as well. Get on that. But Hulk first. Yeah. Anyway, Portal 2. <laughs> like, how can we go? Hulk. Let's, let's, you know, we're just kind of flipping See, around See, imagine Portal if you're playing as the Hulk. You wouldn't have to balls around with any of that shit. <laughs> just, just bust through the walls, Smash man. the walls up. Well, but you already do the kind of go and... through the walls anyway. So, I'm guessing you play single player. You played the co-op. Yeah. So, I've played the co-op as well. Do you like it? Yeah. Cool. Although, I did have a bad co-op partner. Don't ask. Mother. Uh, okay. We've just got attacked. Has, uh, has your mum played the first? Yes, I made her play the first one first. You made her play it? Yeah. Dude, I you're s- so uncool. Mate, you... Whoa, 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 whoa. You used to... Uh, this Portal 1 is like two hours long. You used to make people play Metal Gear Solid 1 before they were allowed to play Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh, yeah, because they were gamers. I just realised I'm going to... She's a gamer. You don't force your mother to do anything, <laughs> dude. Never! She enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Anyone who's just tuning in there, my God. Oh, God. She enjoyed Portal 1. Can I please just go back to talking about how Paul's better than oh, Half-Life? Dear. I was going to say, I was going to upset Nick again because I'm going to change something in the show notes. Good. One, no. of my, one of my reviews is going to be different to what's written down. Because <laughs> I just remembered something, so yeah. Cool. It's amazing. Portal, anyway, Portal 2. And this is going to be completely unedited. Not that anyone didn't already know that. But it's better when it's unedited. Yeah, it's always better when it's unedited. When I edit stuff, I just take too much stuff Portal out. Portal 2. Uh, yeah, Portal 2 is awesome. Um, I haven't played single player. I, from what I hear, it takes place like I am actually a random amount of time after Portal. It's, it's never one. actually stayed how long it takes place after. Okay, there are I'm a lot of theories. Surprised you like it? I really didn't think it appealed there's, to you. There's a lot. Yeah. Of, why is that? I don't know. I just thought like the whole aesthetic, and I knew you'd hate Half Life, so I I thought 
the whole aesthetic of Portal would not be your. Cup no, of I just tea. thought Portal was kind of fun, just because I could fuck around with physics. All right, basically, mm. um, you know, just flying through the air and, and not dying, and then I just thought the whole idea of like be, jokes uh, about cake and singing robots would just make you want to kill people. You know? Oh, it did. The little turrets, they yeah, were so fun, especially when they screamed. Oh, <laughs> you love Portal. You should play the single player then, because there's a bit where you get to reprogram all the turrets. And it's quite well. You know what I'm saying? You require the machine that makes them, and you instead of getting all the um, and you have to it, basically it's a machine that makes all the good turrets and has bad ones. Right. So you can't get the good turrets used against you. You reprogram it to destroy all the bad ones, all the good ones. Right. And they scream as they get thrown into the incinerator. They scream, but I did everything you asked. So they get thrown into the incinerator. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah. But then they it's burn. Good. They do good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. It is. It, no, seriously. Um, I don't have to explain what Portal's about, but it's really fun. Uh, the co-op mode, I thought, was absolutely fucking golden, because I played it with Chalky, right. um, who Bartle know. Me and Chalky are pretty well known for our epic teamwork and games. Chalky's and- generally a funny guy, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't we didn't record or LP it. We literally just sat down one evening, um, Chalky came around, and we just thought, you know, fuck okay. it. I don't even know wh- why we decided to play Portal 2. We just were like, oh, hey, look, Portal 2, let's, let's play that. And... Um, Atlas, I don't know why, but when you played the co-op, did you randomly find yourself getting attached to Atlas and Peabody? Like, feeling bad every time GLaDOS ripped into him for no. being sucky? See, that's because you're a heartless scumbag. No, because I spent most of my... I spent, I, I you spent most of the time shouting at your mum. Yeah. I spent... Um, I did, uh, well, no, it's not really funny. The very oh, first dear. part of the game, it says, okay... Player the one. Fact that she surprised us with this cake just adds to this, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> first, Sorry, first next part, mum. First, making the cake as a lie jokes now to his mum. Like, she gets that. She loves it. She gets those jokes. Um, That's great. It is fun having mum. She's basically has every meme about five years too late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's the very first, very first part of the so game. It teaches you to say, okay, now player one, point your marker at like this picture and shoot it. To show, teach you how to use the markers. She couldn't figure that out. Right, so you were playing the PC version? Yes. No, she played the- PS2 version. She played the PS3 version. <laughs> I was on the PC. Oh, yeah, because you, uh, you could do... Crossplay. Um, yeah, crossplay. That was pretty... That was one and, of the we were communicating, cool. and we were communicating via Skype. I like that. But several points in the game, I got so frustrated because you were... I would say, well, aim over there. I'm point, I put a marker where she needs to fire the portal. Where, and I could hear her going, where... This, it puts a bloody great big arrow on the screen pointing you to where you have aim. So then I walk down there, grab the controller, and aim and do it myself. See, that's, that's one of the other reasons why I love the cop in that game. It's just such a fucking troll. The amount of times that me and Chalky would do something just to stitch the other one. <laughs> well, like, remove the light like, bridges. I did it all the time. Yeah, so fun. It's like Chalky's randomly doing something and I'll like, do whatever to make him drop into gas or something. <laughs> it's just like awesome. I'm always like, yeah, don't worry, I've set up the portal to get us to where we need to go. Off you go. So I jump through to set, go to set, get ready to set up the next portal and literally just fall to my death. It's like, you The best, bastard. my favourite ones, where you do the terminal velocity ones, where you put two pools, one above the other. Yeah. Someone jumps and they get to terminal velocity. Then when they're not looking, you quickly aim the other portal so as to assume they get flying yeah, across the level. Through the air. <laughs> I mean, that, um, I think that was one of the ones that was really awesome. Like, um, I tried it because Chalky started that, um, the, the terminal. Um, Frosty, a couple yeah. of the terminals and um, he kept on balking it so every time Peabody would just mash his face into the ceiling and it was fucking hilarious because he'd pull, he'd pull the wrong portal out of it and so I just hit the floor <laughs> yeah, it all bounce off the ceiling <laughs> I was just like 
just the amount of time we spent just laughing our asses off when we probably shouldn't have done. But we ended well, up finding ourselves getting quite attached to Atlas and Peabody, yeah. the two main characters. Right. They they're don't two talk. robots, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're um, Gladys' yeah. new um, test subjects. Yeah. Right. One's a based on a personality call, one's based on a turret. Isn't it marvellous? Mm. I was the turret. <laughs> I, was, I was the turret, but I want to be the personality core. Yeah, so. Do they play any different? Or? No. No, God, they're exactly the same. They just play differently. Um, um, but I thought they were really neat because eventually they start to develop human traits that they'll high-five each other and oh, nice. stuff like that. You can yeah. like, do little celebrations. As, um, and if Glass tells you, you off, yeah. she freaks the fuck out every time you do it in front uh, of her yeah, she does. Yeah, I got to, my mother told me off of annoying GLaDOS. Oh, man. <laughs> every time, every time we got to know a camera, I'd dance in front of it, and Glass would have a little snarky thing saying, "After about after about thirty times of doing it, she says something like this: it's just right. If you're going to keep doing it, fine." And gets really annoyed with you. She and gets she, really And she bitchy. says, stop annoying GLaDOS. She stop starts, annoying GLaDOS. GLaDOS actually taunts you and like starts trying to kind of get you to hate the other player right. as well, yeah. which is kind of funny. As, 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 almost as if she's saying that she's talking to the other character. Yeah. Or yeah. she's picking favourites. And um, I have to, like, me and Chalky both said, like, after the game, because, you know, when she started ripping into me, I felt, like, when she started ripping into Atlas, I felt really bad. I go, yeah, man, it was the same with me and Peabody. I felt really bad. I was like, you oh, bitch, yeah. man. Yeah. I tried really hard on that yeah. one. You so, 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 just to let you know, player one has ten more points than player two. There aren't any points. Uh, yeah, exactly. And everyone's <laughs> just kind of sat there going, motherfucker. That's pretty cool. I like yeah. that. God damn it, you... They, they did. They did say in the one of the interviews they're basically trying to bait. They do everything just to even make two players hate each other. Yeah, exactly. They do everything they can to make you try and stitch each other up and hate each other by the end of it. But we just found it so funny. It was just, yeah, just so good. Such a such a fun game. And it's another one. Those there were characters that they didn't try. Like they didn't give me loads of dialogue and stupid story to oh, make no. me like the characters. But that's what I loved about the characters in Portal 2. I just instantly fell in love with Atlas and Peabody. I yeah. highly doubt I'm going to like the single player all that much. Compa- now that I've played the co-op, all I think of when I see Portal 2 is Atlas and Peabody. Yeah. I was like, God damn, I've actually been tempted to spend the money to get the little figures for my desk. Yeah, why not? They are, yeah. cool. the, 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 they are quite sweet. When they, they make it all of just little bleeps and blots. They, yeah. they, they sort of sound like R2. Oh, they don't talk then. No, no, no. They just all squeal and bleep at each other. Yeah, that's kind of that's um um, in the in the one of the intro videos. um, Atlas presses a button, doesn't it? And it kills Peabody. Like this thing comes down and crushes Peabody. Yeah, and then Peabody gets rebuilt because you can't lose. You can't die. No, so um, which is good actually because that'd be bloody frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So Peabody gets rebuilt, spat out of the tube at the start of the level, and then goes back. And then Atlas kind of like he, like he just waves at Atlas, and then Atlas kind of like spazzes and hugs him. Uh, yeah. as, um, ha- have you ever seen the um, any the the videos that Valve made for Portal sort of advertising? It? I did see some of the ones. Did you see at the, the one where the two of them they all trying to they said we're trying to imbue human qualities into this game. It's all like, like companionship and stuff. At the very end, it just says and trustworthiness, and, and I think Atlas just pushes Peabody over yeah, the edge. Because like, <laughs> um, that was because Valve did the. Um, Potato sack pack, didn't they? To, to yeah. um, promote it, that was oh, that was so fun. I was really, I hadn't played. Um, I didn't actually think I played Portal until Portal Two was announced. Um, I had it for a long time, but hadn't um, hadn't played it, and it was just so fun. Yeah. Just so random and so I fun. But I did on that then. I did not care much for the main character of Portal One, but. Uh, well, know, she's another character. She's the main character of Portal Two, is she not? She yes, doesn't she talk. No one gives a shit. You just kind of. She's just a character. Yeah, to you just, She is just the shell of um, the name. Yeah, 
of uh... I, I hear there is a or because I, I have a few friends that are really obsessed with Portal and they tell me about stuff in Portal and I hear that there is a, a sort of a hidden character there is his Ratman Rat Ratman yeah, Rat and he seems well, like he's, he's more of a character than the character you play because he's going he's, mad he's, he's actually dead by the time you play the game he's long since dead is that definitely canon is it yes because Valve made a um, comic book about oh, him right that's pretty cool yeah because that was between because I saw that yeah. there was he, like, maybe this was before then I no, saw that there were people talking yeah. about whether he's dead they, or not they hide in Portal 1 there's, you get his hidden areas and if you go into them there's all like stuff that it's just random it wasn't, it wasn't even a character it's just stuff they've ran upon the walls the idea is there's several test subjects before you yeah. would write on the walls it's like hidden areas you get to like pine up where the sort of pistons would come out you could sort of squeeze past them and I'd have things like the cake is a lie like being the same little one. bits of um, broken wall in that yeah. test chambers where they had like the wall had kind of separated a little bit and yeah. then you'd find like a little kind of cardboard mm. bed and uh, things but, scribbled all yeah, over yeah but the idea was that wasn't one character the idea was that was like several people, people yeah. um, who'd gone through the test before you who yeah. just escaped and got out and left <clears> his notes behind um but in the second one, they actually made it a character called Ratman, and they put it all comic book. And basically, Ratman is one of the scientists who is survived there. the initial attack. Yeah, because the ni- yeah. um, um, Glados basically goes. They decide to um, hook Glados up to a device that allows them to spread neurotoxin throughout the entire physicity. So she decides to spread neurotoxin for the whole entire physicity. Wasn't everybody. because they connect up one of the other cores, and it um, she decides that I'm trying to remember the exact story. Yeah, she did. They did something to her. Yeah, they. I can't remember the exact. I'm trying to remember the exact thing they did. Because she yeah, has several basically, different personality cores and they connect the last one mm, up or something and all of a sudden she just decides that yeah. for some reason or another that it, she has to wipe everyone, everyone out. Everyone must die. Yeah. But it turns out, is it um, the main really character of Paul yeah. 1 is, um, it was bring your child to work day or yeah, something? Yeah, bring your daughter to work day. And they, um, there's a bit, because basically in Paul 2 is a bit where you go around um, with, glad you spoiler of Paul 2, which is a game that's four or five years old. Um, you end up with Gladys almost as a, a mini companion for a short time. Ah, yes. She's um, wired she's, up to a, a potato. potato. Yeah, or uh, what she, Yeah, she's called Potatoes when she's a potato. Um, and you get around. There's one bit where she where you walk into like where all the kids have come to do the um, obviously coming to bring your daughter to work day, and she went and said, "Ah, every project." Uh, said, "Every project was a lemon battery." <laughs> It's just a little mini science fair. You go around, you follow. Huh. So basically, yeah, you are bringing your daughter to just work. Just to throw day, in there, that yeah. potato thing just made me remember that I found a Twitch stream one day, which was Potato Plays Pokemon, and it's still on the title screen. Good old Potato hasn't advanced very far yet. <laughs> it's a potato sat in front of Pokemon, basically. Uh, Good job. See how fair. well this potato can play Pokemon. Fair enough. Yep. So put a little smiley face on the potato. Yeah. Put it on face cam. Check that out. Good times. Yeah, what, I, what I love about the single player pool is you at pool two is you get to go into Rapture at uh, Rapture's. Rapture's the hell are we going? <laughs> sorry, that's Bioshock. In Aperture's pass, you sort of go through like all when because you the, go to uh, was it Cave Cave Johnson. Yeah. Um, he basically and he's like secretary. the mad yeah. He start he's a um, ex shower curtain salesman who um, decides to go into science and he buys an old salt mine. So you basically start off and you work your way up all the levels. Well, they're really all old. connected aren't they like Half-Life Portal and Team yeah, Fortress because, um, are they not Team Fortress is not but Aperture uh, Science is the direct competitor to Black Mesa mm, which was actually an in-joke in the original in the original it was originally there was no connection at all but in the original Portal they put there's a little in-joke in one of the back offices you see a slideshow being played and it's just them compared to Black Mesa and it's just a little in-joke between developers but then in Half-Life Episode 2 they made it canon by actually 
there's a there's a ship called the Borealis, which has got Aperture's logo on it. And in, oh, right. and in Portal 2, you can find the dry dock for the Borealis. Ah, interesting. And then the end, episode 2 ends with you going off to go to said ship, and obviously we've not had episode 3 yet. Dun, dun, dun. Make it at Valve. I only said make Apple, which ain't going to work. Make it Apple! <laughs> Yeah, it's just not that. I just, I really enjoyed the game. I think it's a, a cool. must-have kind of couch co-op game as well. It is, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I did couch co-op. Like, that was one of my main things with Dragon's Crown. And uh, yeah, well, like games like Mario Kart and stuff. It's a great game. We just sit and play with your mates, isn't it? So, it's yeah, not. That's partic- cool. not a particularly tricky game. No, you could do it. Christ, it's fun. You, you could do it in one after. We did. You could do it in one afternoon. Yeah, I mean, we sat up one evening. We haven't beaten it. We're on like the last section or the last test chambers. No, I tell because well, I've got the um, uh, Portal soundtrack. Yes, yeah, so uh, I yeah. Because didn't um, Valve actually gave it away? Yes, it did. They gave away. The it's soundtrack. like three disc soundtrack. The original Portal has like four songs in it. The third one is a three disc soundtrack. I actually used to walk around listening to that. Yeah, That's That's but cool. do I like? I liked. Do you know what the ending song is called for that for the co-op bit? Hmm. It's called Robots Fuck the World. Awesome. <laughs> Good old Atlas and Peabody. Yeah. So cool. Such great little characters. I mean, I actually got attached to characters that they, they don't Talk speak or at all. Like, it was just me and Chalky imprinting on the characters. It was just awesome. Love cool. characters like that. Mm. Um, Except Corvo. Oh, fuck Corvo. <laughs> Unless I'm going on Mass Murder Rampage whenever it came out. So, what, what was it? Like, 20... 20 when? What? Was two years old? Three years old? Seven years old? Dishonored. Shit game. Don't say they're not old. 2012. Yeah, whenever it was. Crap game. There you go. Murder Good Simulator game. 2012. But, um... Fun game. Only when you're murdering everyone. Side of the stuff, I loved it. Sneak around, get bored, murder everyone. Uh. Good job. I instantly, the second I got to that pub, I just wanted to stab half of the people. That were oh, there. yeah. You, you know what's going to happen. It's so obvious, isn't it? Like, yeah. So, so, yeah, we, we know what you guys are going to do. Do I trust you? No. no. Should I? Nah, no. Are you going to live just for the sake of the story, Bob? Probably also, for the next 15 minutes. Also, it was a bit of a shit pub. I like taverns and games. I've got a big thing of taverns and games. Don't ask me why. Does it matter that place not make sense? Probably because I spent most of my life in one. But yeah, like like there's on Baldur's Gate 2 and a Witcher, they've got some really awesome taverns and stuff. And you get, get you do get like, to talk to somebody in Dishonored. Do you? Yes. With rats. Wonderful. Rats are so cute. That's a bit of a jump from me saying I really like pubs. <laughs> I really like pubs. You people. get to torture people. Oh right, oh, that appealed to me because I really like pubs. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. Like I know the sort of pubs you go to. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> one day you go to the pub, you just you know chain someone down, throw rats on them. Yeah, <laughs> good times. These these are more important than you. They're higher on the social standing than you are, person. Yes. You are person. Like, good job. <laughs> Fucking, you're not even a name. <laughs> you just are rat food person. Generic faceless prick. Toy of our rats, yes. Rat food. Expensive. I have played another game um, that I have kind of gushed over as well. And I I have this random feeling, and I know it's going to happen because someone really stupid is going to say it because I've thought of it. And that's just the way of the world. I've predicted this. Someone (laughs) is going to say that Lego ripped this game off at some point. Minecraft. We've actually been commented about Minecraft. Yes. Oh, divine again. <laughs> what, did he, so, what did he say? He said, "What about <coughs> Minecraft?" Ah, yeah. So, wasn't a particularly big fan of Minecraft when it first came out. To me, it was Mountain Explosion Simulator 
Because, you know, they just put in TNT and you could fly around and load a mountain with TNT and blow it the fuck up. And then when you've made a massive hole where the mountain used to be, you could go and blow up the hole. It's kind of fun, I suppose. But then that's all I kind of associated the game with after that, just blowing things up. Everyone was like, oh, look at the cool thing I made. It's like, hey, look at the cool thing blow up. Mm. <laughs> that's it. Boom. And then... Um, just find someone's open server somewhere. And then... <laughs> and there have been a few trolling incidents like that. Not saying anything. but um, I like that. That sounds good. My kind of game. People like massive castles. They spend hours making massive castles. Don't back up their server. Bye. All gone. Um, but... Love it. Um, I didn't play it for a fair while, so I got it uh, quite early on. I still have not played it. Because I, I bought it when it was... Not for any reason. I just haven't played it. Yeah. I bought it when it was being sold cheap. Because at the time, you, they used to let you play it on... Um, as a Java embed on their website... And then I bought the game, didn't play it for the longest time, practically forgot I had it. And then my mate Delane was like, hey dude, you know, you've got to play Minecraft, it's, it is kind of fun, they've changed loads of stuff, you know, you just got to play with the right people. And so I went in, kind of had a little kind of dick around in the game, it was kind of fun, you know. I actually randomly started sinking time into it and it was, it was kind of enjoyable, kind of stupid. But still didn't really kind of sit down and, and properly play it. Then we found out that the PlayStation 3 version had a promotion coming up where if you had the PlayStation 3 version, you'd get the Vita version for free. That's pretty uh, neat. They were going to release the, the PlayStation Vita version, um, picked it up for the kids, and he didn't like it. Kind of a bummer. I mean, I, I'd get it on the PlayStation Vita, but... Um, Does know, it the, not the, compare at all to the uh, other version? Well, it, no, it's it's still pretty good. It's, it's still a good game. I mean, it's, a lot of people will say that the PC is the version yeah. to play, but yeah. it, I'd say it's still pretty close. Then, out of nowhere, just, I don't know why, but I, they've released, a, Mojang released a version for the Raspberry Pi, a heavily cut-down version based on the alpha builds of the game, because obviously yeah. the Pi is a really kind of weak thing. That's one of the first things people started asking about when the Pi came out. I was like, hey man, Minecraft, is it going to play Minecraft? Can you play Minecraft on it? No. But then people started running servers on it. They actually started making like little Minecraft models out of Lego and then using that as a case for their Pi run their little Minecraft servers. Runs all right for a Minecraft server, I guess, for like two players, and then it kind of gets overloaded and dies. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I put the Pi edition of the game on, which is actually designed to run on the Pi as part of an educational tool to help kids code. Right. Um, That's cool. So it's based on a creative mode where you just fly around like a god and build things. It's basically digital Lego. Really neat digital Lego as well. Like It's one of the few games I know that actually treats gold properly like it's soft all right and most games oh gold's really awesome and if you have this made out of gold then you're hardcore and a beast whereas in minecraft if you made a suit of armor out of gold well you're still soft and squishy and die really easily but yeah the i had minecraft on the pie i never turned the pie off and just randomly i turned the the channel over on my telly and minecraft had just been sat on the screen i completely forgot it was even there and then the boys came over and like what's that I was like, well, it's Minecraft. You said you didn't like it. And they kind of started playing around in creative mode. And I built them a little house. I just built just just a little house in the middle of this beach. And they were like, wow. And started going in and out of the house, you know, making the character get in and out of the beds, pick things up, throw things on the floor, start set fire to things. they gone home in just a few seconds. Good job. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was... It was well, the question is, was there a Minecraft dildo in there somewhere? 
If I'd have made it, there probably would have been, although people have said that on the server we're running right now, there are massive flaming dildos that I used to tell people, this is where I've been. Yeah, because I can't be bothered to put torches everywhere, so I just take a bucket of lava with me everywhere and just pour it over the nearest tall object. So it just right. kind of makes a massive lava fountain, and then lava lights the area up, which is kind of neat. Anyways, lava lamp. It is pretty much. It's cool. <laughs> the kids liked the Pi version. I found out that they'd even played the PlayStation 3 version if I built them a house. <laughs> as, long as, as long as you build a house, they love the game. We've got them on the PC version. I didn't realize having kids was so easy. Just build them a house. They're happy. Yeah, build them a house. They're happy. That's all everyone ever wants is build them a house. And, you know, like that's, this, that's kind of poignant in a way, isn't I mean, it? Was it? Kind of funny, you build like, a man a house, he's happy. Oh, uh, who... Was, but if you teach the build a house, he'll be happy for the rest of his life. I can't remember which of my kids it was that started grassing up, but I, I made him two bedrooms in this house, um, one blue, one green, because it's my kids' favourite colours on the PC version. And just out of nowhere, one of them smashed the windows, and the other one came over to me, because I was like making a cup of tea or something, as I usually am, when I kind of let them to do their things. They're, you know, they're entertained for a minute. And they come over and grass the other one up. <laughs> it's like, he broke the windows, he broke the windows, and literally dashed to their bedrooms to hide. Like, I was going to tell them off. I was like, guys, it's a, it's a game. I can just fix the windows. Just don't do it in real life, yeah. all right? Just don't break the real windows, otherwise we're kind of boned here. This is good for training purposes, dude. Yeah, like, bust up someone's house. But, um... It was really fun, and they really started to kind of get into it. So we set up a server, and we took the single-player game they had and put it on uh, put it on our media server, which is on all the time, and then we opened yeah. it up to the public. And I thought, well, you know what, I'll just, I will just log on with my Mojang account and kind of have a little fiddle around and, and get some stuff to help him make a bed, because my sons broke the beds, I couldn't find them because they must have thrown them away, because <laughs> beds are safe points. And I was like, sod it, I'm going to go find some sheep. Because you need sheep, sheep and wood to make a bed. Sheep and wood? You need wool. So you have to go murder sheep to get wool. Oh, I don't like this game Can't anymore. Can't you just shear them? Oh yeah, you can if you've got shears, but I didn't, so I just punch sheep. And they die and then I get wool. I do the same thing for pigs to get bacon. So, it's all good. You go up to a pig, you punch it, it dies, you get bacon. I was going to say, you can't really take bacon from a pig without harming it, like you can shearing a sheep. <laughs> oh, hey pig, give me bacon. If you could do that, we'd well, be you living can. in... If you've got a sharp enough knife, just whack it clean off the back. Good job. Yes. Nah, it's not going to work. I'm not laying you near our father. Like <laughs> Punching the sheep and thinking he could get magical bacon from pigs for free. <laughs> Don't worry, pig, is it going to hurt? Dude, I don't care for shearing bacon, it's fine. I don't care for her, it's just bacon. But um, people always talk about Minecraft moments. I've kind of gone off, gone off a bit as to why I've been playing Minecraft. Um, my kids think it's fun, in short. Can you grow a bacon tree? I'm going to have to try that now, damn it. You can do all kinds of stupid stuff in that game, but... So I decided I'd look for sheep to make beds because it turns out that my younger son had broken the beds, stole them both, and when I thought I couldn't, when I couldn't find them, it turns out he hadn't left them anywhere. Like he had everything else, he was actually swinging the bed at a tree to chop down the tree, <laughs> which was awesome. Just imagine this little like three-year-old kid wailing on this tree with a bed. Creative. <laughs> it was awesome and hilarious, and then he lost the bed. So I went off to find sheep, and uh, I got I got. Relieved completely lost there was trees everywhere in this randomly generated world because that's what minecraft worlds are randomly generated went wandering off and i found caves i was like fuck i'm just gonna go into the cave and see what's in the cave i didn't believe anyone when they said people have minecraft moments oh that's fucking stupid oh you discover something that kind of makes you click as to why people get addicted bollocks 
wandering through this cave and I got completely fucking lost. I mean, seriously, this cave system was huge that it generated and it was kind of cool. And then out of nowhere, I see as I'm coming around this corner that one of the caves started to light up and I was like, fuck yes, I found my way out. I was completely wrong. It turns out there was a, a crack in one of the walls letting through lava. <laughs> and it lit up this one section of the cave. The rest of it was just pitch black. It was all I could see was just this little lava fall that had lit up this little part of the cave. And in this cave, it just randomly generated like a small patch of, of soil with a single poppy growing out of it. And I was like, that's actually really fucking cool. Like, holy shit, I'm going to have to find my way out of here so I can put like a landmark in so I know where this is. That was cool. Don't ask me why I thought that was cool, but it was cool. I made sure that no one dared try and pluck up that poppy or I would have killed them, because PvP is active on my server. Um, my poppy. So I get out of the get out of the thing, and I found that I was probably wasting... Opiumatics, stay away. I got completely lost. I couldn't remember how to get back to the house, even though I made like a 60-foot tower with lanterns and stuff all over it. I got lost and thought, fuck it, I'm going to have to build another house, make another bed with the wall that I somehow managed to find from sheep that were climbing up trees, don't ask. And um, Don't do that. I found that where I thought I'd only spent maybe half an hour into the game, like in the game, um, I'd spent maybe three or four hours just dicking around in tunnels and, and Which is cool. mining yeah. and shit. And I was like, holy crap, this game is actually kind of good. Because music just randomly kind of kicks in out of nowhere. Like this random kind of ambient tunage will come in. Yeah. And you're just like, holy crap, this game is actually really kind of neat. And, um, yeah, now I find that my wife and I and my children are probably getting quite addicted to Minecraft. It's available on pretty much any platform. PC, phones, Raspberry Pi... Uh, Toasters? Yeah, near enough. You've got... Minecraft has Lego now. All kinds of toys. Something stupid like Angry Birds. I'll never understand why the fuck that's got toys and Lego and shit. But yeah. Um, Minecraft, some stupid child in the future is going to say, yeah, man, fucking Lego ripped off Minecraft. Um, yeah, yeah pretty much. Just just end it now. So kind of a neat little game. Every time you make a stupid comment, you'll lose teeth. We'll put a link to the yeah. server in the show notes. It's not a particularly meaty server, so you'll probably only get maybe 10 players on it before it completely Crash lags it. out. Crash it. It's all right. You'll crash it. My kids will complain that the films have stopped playing in the house. I will find out where you are because I'll have your IP. Kick your fucking head in and then just restart the server. Or if you ever find that the server doesn't work. so much TNT in it, you crash the the server. (laughs) Yeah, Noodle will find you and beat you to death with the bed. But, um... Now, if the server is ever down, it's probably because my, my five-year-old has decided that he's, you know, bored of it and turned it off so people can't play and destroy the house. Because they actually freak out. If anyone goes in there and, like, moves the carpet, they'll tell me about it. Nice. They're like, fuck, the carpet's gone. Well, they won't literally say, fuck, the carpet's gone. But they'll like, come to me like, the carpet! I was like, what carpet? The green carpet in my bedroom's gone. I was like, you're talking about Minecraft? The carpet! It's like, all right. So you go in there and you find out that someone has literally moved the bed and moved some of the patches, moved the squares of carpet around, and they literally freak the fuck out. Or yeah. someone's broken apart the stairs and they get angry at me. I was like, well, I didn't do it. <laughs> I can just see how it can really upset Luke. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's not upsetting me. It's upsetting my children, which then means I have to come and stab you. So if I find out that anything on that server gets kind of, you know, nudged, I will be coming to your house. Whole high down. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to do... So just- what, what we really need to do is the whole house is burned down and the bed is flipped over and there's a tree there we'll see how you like it <laughs> I've been waiting to just do is find all the doorways just block them up 
Honestly. Or just for old control, just move the whole house like three steps to the left. You hear that, Nick? Of the future, you will die. Sorry, Nick's mum, but your house is either going to move or explode. <laughs> Probably with random TNT blocks. They are, they will just be little squares with TNT written on them. If you see any of those, please run very fast because this cake was really good and Nick is being a dick. Blue Fighters tag team dickhead is going on here. Oh, yeah. I know, but Thorny's mum's also really cool, so, you know, I, I can't part. Also, I'm either. usually a dick, so it's like... Yeah, it's like Thorny's supposed to be a dick. Oh. He's got long hair and a beard. I'm That's a... part of his um, personality, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I'm supposed to be the foul-mouthed chucklehead yeah. here, not you. Yeah. <laughs> you troll. But actually, it'd be kind of neat to see... Um, I want to see Nick play Minecraft. That'd be funny. Yeah, I think Nick would enjoy it. He can I, find, you can actually I've get dab- a sheep farm. I've dabbled in Minecraft a long time ago. Years ago, a lot has I love changed how he dabbled with Minecraft like it's cocaine or something. <laughs> I dabbled with that one day, you know. But... I dabbled with still free. Oh, I'll never touch pays. it again. Yeah, because that was um, that was the the alpha builds one and the alpha yeah. and early beta builds. So God, a lot has years changed. Years ago, now. tons of shit. There's actually end game in it now. Really? Yeah, there's actually stuff to do, like a little adventure. So you have to like. Yeah, see, build I don't a like that. I like the fact it was more open. Oh yeah, like... but you can still just ignore. Yeah whatever the end game is because we haven't really bothered touching it we've just been building houses and trolling each other but um no nick seriously you should try and get on the server and um like try and help us herd sheep because we cannot herd animals in that game inky tried to get um get a load of pigs because obviously you need to eat in the game now and inky tried to get a load of pigs and apparently there's an achievement for pushing a pig off a cliff because she accidentally kind of made a pig fall off of a cliff when she was trying to Trying to make it go into a into a pig pen, and it didn't work. They fell off a cliff. Oh dear! So, Nick, What's help us herd sheep. So, so, so well, after a day of herding real sheep, I've now become herd virtual What's the pig sheep. Pen at yes. the bottom of the cliff. <laughs> it might have Get been into the pig pen. <laughs> Get in there! Like you just throw everything else at everyone, so you know, just blow things up. Herds me bacon's. Apparently, someone suggests we need to create a poppy field on the server. Yes. And then we also need to blow up Nick's house. We all are in the server, I'm not particularly bothered which. You won't put up, blow up my house. Nah. No. I wanna hide my house. You're gonna <laughs> You're gonna hide wait, the real one or the, the in-game one? Both of them. That would be really neat. I wanna see you try that now. Try and hide your real house. My real house. Yeah. Sorry again, next mum. If I'll, you're if like I come to your like if I go past your area one day and like I just see this giant sheep, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> the one and only competition that the man who lives in a box can win. <laughs> uh, house is hidden. You ain't never gonna find it. So yeah, <laughs> just fold it down and put it down somewhere. Surely a collapsible tent would work quite well as well. You just fold them, put in your backpack, and wander off. Is that what you're gonna do, Nick? Yes. You're gonna tell your parents wins. that you're gonna have to live in a like a, in a big old tent now. Yes. You're yes. going like, to start dismantling your actual house. Uh, I'm going well, to sort of build like, I'm going to basically build like a coat that's both a tent so it can be like a snail. Just sort of like, just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sleep time now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why aren't we marketing this? We'd because make literally, no one would buy it. We'd literally make like 20, no man, there's crazy preppers out there. They'd buy anything. Mm. We should Seriously. go on Dragon Den with this. We'll make literally 20 pence. Sell it to <laughs> tens of people. 
Tens of people at tw- for twenty, and you're only making twenty p. Yeah, man. Like, What's the profit margin on this? I think oh, we'll we lose. Make, we'll lose millions. If but... we can make an invention that replaces stupid, pretentious names, and take that on Dragon's Den, we'll make a killing because that lot could really do with one of them. <laughs> yes, don't think they'd fund it. <laughs> they might so do. Good. You never know. Oh man, so good. Trolling co-hosts, and then That's... Thorny trolls another load. Well, I've just looked at the time. How long we've been broadcasting for? We're not for two hours. We've just two talked. hours, and we've only just finished games. We've been playing. Uh, we thought this was going to be a short one. We yes. Did. Do you remember when we complained that um, um, games we've been playing we, have been forty-five minutes once the time? Yeah. Some stuff, if that is beneficial. No, no, we had, um, we've we ain't got a lot more to go through. To be fair, right. Minecraft server will be in in the show notes. I'm expecting to, to send see. it to me. Cool, and I'll uh, I expect to see. You guys yeah, on, on the server at some I'll point for the lols. I think it's on Steam now, Minecraft as well, anyway. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I think it is. I'm sure I've seen Minecraft on Steam. Must be very recent edition. It's it quite. A, I'm sure I've seen advertising <coughs> their little banners as a new thing. I think it's on Steam now. Crazy. Which is the only way I buy a game these days if it's on Steam. Yeah, it's the easiest <laughs> way to pick something up, isn't it? Like, is it on Steam? Nah, I can't be bothered to buy it. Nah. Don't want another digital distribution. Oh, there's the only game I've bought recently. Got last games, last game I bought. Scrapper all the catalogs, from what I understand. Are they? Yeah, they're now allowing you to get DRM free movies huh. as well. Yeah. That was just a random email. Gold 2.0. Last game I bought that wasn't on Steam was Swap 4. That was about six years ago. It had a disc. That was a pain in the arse game because you had to buy it, but then to get the, to get to get you to be able to play, it, you had to then. They downloaded it. You then had to pay for it through PayPal, and they'd email you the code to unlock the game. That's weird. It was a pain in the ass to actually get it unlocked. It was the, that's on the one of the official sites. Couldn't you buy um, run through some of the Valve games? Oh, Team Fortress, which is free to play now. You got Dota, which is free to play now. Half Life One, Half Life Two, Half Life One, Two Episode One, Left Episode Two, Three, Left for Dead, oh, Left yeah. for Dead Two, um, uh, Portal, Portal Two, Counter Strike, Counter Strike, uh, Counter Strike. See, now um, couldn't you get uh, Counter Strike? Um, what is it? Global Offensive or whatever? Um, yes, yeah, the newest one. Couldn't you buy Counter Strike on disc at one point? Yeah, once upon a time. Well, uh, that, oh right, originally Counter Strike was a downloadable mod. It then got took on by Valve or bought them out and made. Um, it was called Counter. What was it called? <sighs> Counterlight Condition Zero was what, they, was what the version you could buy, which is basically the mod, but they'd polished it and made it f- not be mod like this or made it work properly. The Source Engine, but it came with a really cr- for Valve really crap single player. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely awful because it was it was so it's because basically they they tried to build a single player in the original engine. This stuff this, this came out when so Half Life Two was about, and it's using the original Half Life engine. Yeah. It was crap. In the end, they actually it was so bad. Valve actually unreleased it and redid it again, and Mom. called it Counter Strike Deleted Scenes. And they actually redid the game because it was so crap. It really was awful. There's there's a bit where you're out somehow you're outside, you then go into a building, you go up a flight of stairs, and then you're outside on the same level again. You've somehow sort of like sort you've of, managed to warp. You've like yeah, back through it's, the level. It's really bizarre. It was like it's, it, it does feel like you play like my first go how, go at level editing. It was a terrible game. And then they brought out Counter Strike Source, which came out with 
which was the sort of one that came up just after Half-Life 2, which used the Source engine, mm-hmm. which was quite fun. And then the latest one is Strike Global Offensive. All right. Hmm. But yeah, at one point you could buy a version of Counter-Strike on disc. Cool. I'm buying a... Um, a um, well, well, I actually played Counter-Strike. Um, never played it online, just played it with the bots. I actually um, played a... Um, I bought a uh, someone you could buy in the shops, like a disc, a pair of discs that had like a thousand maps on them. Right. I actually bought it and just put, and just literally spent about six months working my way through all the maps. Yeah, all the all the kind of like um, fan content on there. Yeah, was amazing. Yeah, so like loads of Simpsons maps and stuff on there. Playing Gun Modern, that was pretty fun. Um, no, that was right. Fun game, but way back when, I hated anything that would require me to use Steam. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I did as well. At anything the beginning of Steam. I was very anti-Steam to begin with. So yeah. actually, even so was I. When I first learned that you'd had to have Steam in order to play a game, I thought it was a stupid idea. I actually refused to play the games at that point. I was just like, no, this is shit. So I was, it was a lot of anti-Steam sentiment when it first came out. Abo still said, no, this is stupid. Why would the, the, the service to play a game? But then Valve solved making it a good system. Yeah. It's amazing. Though, if you make something actually good and do what it's meant to do i.e. not origin yeah or you play yeah. if you actually make it <laughs> oh, no. work or do something useful then people actually will embrace it and yeah. use it and that's what they worked on it i mean i, I i've so i've been a steam user since the very first version of it mm-hmm. um and i didn't at first didn't play a lot but then as time went on you know a lot of games you buy them and actually would activate on steam so I remember when I got um, uh, yeah, when Dark that Masar, Mar- yeah. I was just like, mm. when Dark Masar, Marsh Magic, I was like, oh, it's to be on Steam now, okay. But then what sold me on it was the fact that I installed it. I got a new computer, load up Steam, and I want to install Half Life, and it was, it was already on there. I thought, oh, you have to faff around trying to find the disc now. I'll just download it. I can download it and install it. Actually, this is pretty darn good. Yeah. And then basically from that on, I saw it become a bit of a convert to it. I can't even remember what the turning point was for me. Mm. Um, I think it was actually the time I had kids. Yeah, I had kids. And I was like, yeah, I don't shit, what it discs. Was for me either. Probably not good. Mm. <laughs> and that, and you know, there were no games for PC retail. I was like, hey, I've got a pretty nice gaming rig. That was enough. Uh, yeah, I I switched. I switched to. I was like, I switched to Steam before the retail. I think Steam has something to do with the retail. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. for sure. But it wasn't how the basically. People like Game got in bed with Microsoft and Sony a lot and said, oh, we'll push it, we'll forget about PC. No one plays PC. Horseshit. Yeah, because they don't understand that because PC hasn't got a platform holder, they don't understand that they just seem to have this real idea because there's no one shouting about how great it is because there's no one to shout about yeah. how great it is. There's no one entity out there saying we are we are the PC. And so that's why, basically, and now game, I think, are regretting it somewhat. And that's where the PC game and Master Race comes in to shout and scream. Yeah. Which is ironic, considering it was originally a joke by Yatty, wasn't it? And then it got turned on its head and became people actually legitimately going, we are the PC Master Race. And it's like, people have been doing it for yeah. years. It's like, Christ. Uh, but, no, Steam, Steam I, is I, an alright system yeah, now, yeah. but I think the only reason I use it is because I've been backed into a corner with it. I honestly believe that I, I generally now will one the one thing that will make me bark consider buying games if it's on Steam. Generally yeah. speaking, that is actually generally true. Yeah, on PC I'll, I will. Yeah, I, if it's if it's on Steam, that'll be a, that's actually a good selling feature to me. If you tell me it's on Steam, if it's not on Steam, I think oh, I'll go and store it or do I have a separate. Or yes, it's very convenient having all it's, your games on Steam, yeah. isn't it? 
and what's I think the most convenient thing is that if you then uninstall it, you can just double click and install it yeah, again rather sure. than faff around with yeah. getting it from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like swap four, I want to have swap four again. I don't know. I've, I've, I can't it's find kind of the yeah, DXC. Yeah, I don't know what games you have as well. You don't have to look through anything. They're just there. There's the oh, list. yeah, I haven't yeah. played that for a while, you know. And then when Steam started doing all the big sales, that was really something because they do such stupid sales now. You can buy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, like, like, I can remember I bought the entire like Valve collection for practically yeah. pennies. Game for like, well, p the other day. Like, well, the um, uh, season two of Walking Dead, the one they've just released the last episode, they put on sale for like for like a fiver. You could buy the whole five episodes for a fiver. That was ridiculous. Yeah, there's some you can have bloody good deals on them. You know, and it's just got so many useful features to it now. You know, you've got your wish list, so you get an email now as soon as something on your wish list is on yeah. sale. It's like, oh, Brilliant. perfect, good job. Yeah, so I can't like, afford it, but perfect. Save more money. <laughs> I can't afford it, but perfect. Huge wish list. Save yeah. more money that you can't really afford to spend on games, but the second you see it on sale, you're like, shit, I need that. I yeah. do that all the time. Like every time I see yeah. it, I'm like, oh, uh, damn, that's on sale. I'll probably never play it. Uh, and I probably say it's actually interesting to me to games that I wouldn't normally have bought because you wouldn't get them in a shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I was, I think it might have been how I scored Portal in the end. I, I just mm. bought it randomly in a pack, and I was like, yeah. you know what, fuck, I might as well play these now. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it ships? Just on ships in extreme. Mm. You can't buy. You wouldn't buy them in the shop. But it was on there. It went down to four quid. I thought I'll give it a go. What's it's only four quid. It's not going to kill you. Exactly. Swap two Starbucks. Yeah, but I'd rather. I think I'll get a pod more enjoyment out of ships in the Starbucks coffee. Exactly. Fuck so. Starbucks. I'll say that too. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Starbucks. I prefer so, Costa. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to troll more people. I prefer Costa. I'm going to have coffee. I'll go to Costa. Goddamn coffee shop zombies. I drink tea in a pub and an occasional beer. That's cool. <laughs> I drink tea in a pub. Good man. So there we go. We've managed to go from games we've been playing to why Steam is amazing, but kind of sucky that you have to be forced to go to Steam now. Be a Steam zombie. What I particularly... Well, to be honest... Um, oh. All these game shops they've done they've done they, they they've, the ones they've, they've shot done themselves, themselves in the foot, foot yeah. Sure. Now they're trying to turn around and um, it's like I was mentioning to yourself that Far Cry Four you can't get on Steam now. It was on Steam. It's now been pulled off the Steam UK site because apparently Game have got some deal on where basically they can't release it digitally until it's been released in the shops. Interesting. Which is a bizarre setup. It's like, well, Game, you turned your back on the PC. That's you your own s- fault. Yeah. If I could go and I said, I said you can't tell you're the ones who abandoned us. In you fairness, can't. game was probably one of the last places I knew that sold PC games yeah. on shelf. I think we've discussed this on podcast before how we used yeah. to go to budget to pretty much get our PC yeah. games. They had some PC games, but game had the new. Generally speaking, PC games have, uh, have generally uh, f- for a long time I can remember most shops that didn't really sell PC games no. mm-hmm. you go in there and on the shelf would be some very you may have one or two mainstream titles or you know sort of the, the big games as it were but most of it would be you have about 8,000 programmers teach you how to read English or you know your GCSE or how a partial has a perception test or these sort of CDs and then you might have a food I mean you <laughs> You walk into so I went one shop and they literally it was all like chess games and yeah, stuff. It's like, it's like yeah, it's like really you're yeah, all missing. I said this is why you're you're dying. <laughs> this is why no one's. 
And basically, you've been propped up by the consoles. Now console game digital distribution, you're screwed. No, con- console gamers aren't as easy to... They, they won't sway to no. digital anytime uh, soon. I don't think Until they, they're they may forced not, into I, it. They'll be forced into it. They may not sway to it, but they'll be forced into it. Because Sony's trying it and failing, and yeah. Microsoft has tried it and failed. Mm. Yeah, they've, uh, they have, but they they keep on saying it, it will happen eventually. It will. They eventually the switch will happen once. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah. at that point, I think that consoles are getting so close to being just PCs that mm. it's not really. I would would I would imagine I personally at the end of this generation of consoles, the end of it, will be the tail end of it. Mm-hmm. I reckon the majority of games will be digital distribution, as in people buy mainly digitally. It may take a few years, but I think that's what I think it will gradually sway that yeah, way. Yeah, we can I can see it happening. I just. And then game will be gone. I just won't be able to. And to be it. honest, game, if you're going to do such an antithesis of stopping people buying games from somewhere else, which is in my mind a monopoly, then good riddance. Forks and torches, get rid of your game. Or just TNT so we can go blow them up. Yeah. See them try and hide their house. <laughs> Take like try and hit me with a bed. I don't. I don't. I have to admit, I don't like the way they're doing all this whole timed exclusive crap on different consoles and, and on different platforms. Like, hey, yeah, this game's going to be out for the it? first year on this one plus. We're going to get a shit ton of DLC. Like, first off, timed exclusives, fucking stupid. Yeah. And then DLC. Oh God, stop, please. I don't see myself being part of the next generation of gaming. I really don't. No. After this one, I'm probably just going to call it quits. I barely play games now, as no, is. Well, I play sort of. What happened to the podcast, Luke? Well, I'll just have to take part in some of the other segments, like... Um, Tabletop. That isn't in this week. Yeah, it's <laughs> not in this one or for a wee while. Film review, which is one thing that I'm going to change yeah. anyway. Oh, so, you're changing it. So, so move on to film. Yeah, go for it. I want to find are, out what's being changed. We are now at two hours and it's five minutes. It's so. our birthday. What are you chatting about, son? I'm at work in seven hours time. That's your own bloody fault. Just because someone, well, because of the discussion about Hulk reminded me, oh, I saw that this week, and that's more interesting than the thing I've written down, so I'll do that instead. Um, there <laughs> so are, it was even worth it. And it's made me think, actually, there's other film reviews I should have done prior podcasts, but because one thing, obviously, being a comic book fan, I quite enjoy comic book. I don't like comic book films as a rule. Guardians of the Galaxy is one of those exception. rare exceptions. Um, and the Avengers was quite cool, but other than that, I'm normally like not really much of a comic book film fan. But comic book animations are generally awesome. DC have a really cool run of comic book animations. I mean, they're general mainstream ones like Justice League Unlimited. If you remember the old Batman series yeah. with Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, that was brilliant. But then they did, like, for more mature viewers, they did um, a lot of Batman ones, like Year One. Um, Dark Knight, all those sort of things. They just they, they'd updated and done as as animations, and obviously they were aimed at a more mature audience. And they're brilliant. They're really really good. Um, one of the more recent ones I watched was uh, to do with Arkham. It was Assault on Arkham, and it was about um, a group of Gotham villains uh, led by I think it was by Deadshot, and they uh, they were basically going to break into Arkham for reasons I shall not reveal in case you want to watch it. But Marvel also do some pretty cool ones. DC's ones are just a little bit better sometimes, but Marvel has done some pretty cool adaptations, and one such adaptation I watched recently was Planet Hulk. And that is a very interesting story. As we were running on about the Hulk jokes earlier, that just kind of came in. Uh, The basic premise is that Hulk has become way too destructive, 
Um, there's a group of heroes called the Illuminati, which is um, well, obviously based on the whole idea of the Illuminati, but it's led by... It's composed of Iron Man, Prince Namor, who you might know as a Submariner, if you read comics, um, Doctor Strange... And I can't remember for the life of me who else is in it. But the, those three are like three of the main players. And they decide that Hulk is just getting out of control. And what they're going to do is they find that they locate this planet. Um, and it's got wildlife and vegetation and such on it. But no other sort of sentient life. There's nothing on this, on par with humans or above that sort of intelligence level. So I think, right, it's a good place to send Hulk. Because everyone else will be safe from him. And it's better than just killing him you know it'll be safe up there and he'll have his own wild habitat to live in and yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let him wreck yeah complete yeah ecosystem yeah. Like bollocks to all that all that life just so they stick it. him rather on than sh- popping the hulk stick him on a shuttle and send him to this place but hulk is hulk you know we don't stay put for nobody so while he's on this shuttle he uh as a bit of a fit, throws a... Um, say, how the fuck did they even get the Hulk on a shuttle to start I don't really with? know. They don't go It's like some that. kind of magic. He throws a bit of a wobbler and decides to say, I've had enough. Has a tantrum. <laughs> uh, Is that the actual dialogue? That's it. I've had enough. Picture. I've had enough. I've had enough. I, I've had enough of your rubbish, Iron Man. You annoy me. You're not funny. You're annoying. Yeah, but yeah, he, he Picks decides... Picks up his bed and hits a tree with it. Yeah, he breaks out and destroys the shuttle and then ends up on this other planet. Um which is all uh, pre-populated by sentient creatures. Um, and it seems that... the Like we didn't see that happen. Yeah, it was obvious. And these creatures, that, or the, the main body of people that live there, are kind of like Romans. They've got like, this whole Roman civilization and culture, uh, but with, obviously, vast technology. They've got lots of technology. And they hit him with this device that gives him the ability to communicate, and Hulk has become intelligent. And so Hulk is now... Really, really quite clever. He's not. He's sort of Bruce Banner smart. Although he's not. Even though he is Bruce Banner, the Hulk's personality is still separate from Bruce Banner's. Yeah. So what he's Hulk, which he is through the whole movie, he's still kind of different. And he's really. Um, he's obviously still destructive, but more than being ragey, he's apathetic. He doesn't really give a damn about anyone but himself, and he just wants to do his own thing and find yeah. his own way. But these. Uh, sort of Roman type aliens capture him and put him into an, a gladiatorial arena and Hulk gets uh, banded with a group and the whole premise of the film is he's now in these gladiatorial pits and he's going to have to befriend these people and he's going to have to fight with them for his freedom and potentially go up against this uh, this emperor that is in, now in charge and is So this is fight. Hulk meets gladiator? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Space gladiator Hulk, really. Um really cool though it's a, like i won't reveal too much because if i talk too much about it, the, the story will sort of unfold but it is um some of the fights are really good there's some uh, cameos by characters from other marvel works that are quite uh welcome um just the idea of him fighting he uses weapons and stuff as well it isn't just him going ape shit and smashing stuff with his fist he picks up swords he's got like uh various other weapons and he has like uh, a half suit of armor like he's got sort of a shielded uh plating on his arms and various bits and pieces and it, it's kind of more about him having to learn to work with these guys because he's clearly the strongest one there and he can fuck anything up that they throw at him and because to begin with he doesn't really want to he's just like bugger this the first thing he does actually when they're in the arena is he walks towards the gates and just works on opening them so yeah i'm going see you later but um yeah eventually he sort of warms and tries to help these guys but 
yeah, the, what, what, what I think I kind of like about it is it isn't cheesy. He doesn't warm up and then it's like, oh, we're all friends and that. He kind of just does it out of interest. Like, he's just like, well, whatever. I'll do it. Might as well. I get to smash stuff, you know. That's cool. All for the um, Yeah, I mean, if you're a... I've always kind of liked Hulk as far as Marvel heroes go because he's a bit different. He's not really a hero, for one. He's kind of scary, really, when you think about it, when you think he just loses his mind and goes on these records. He goes batshit mental and, and somehow manages to save the day. Yeah, like, he's got sort of a good spirit, isn't he? He always tries to do... The Hulk tries to do the right thing at times, even though he's angry and just wants to wreck shit. But now he's intelligent. He's even more dangerous because with his intelligence, he's like I say, he's become apathetic. He doesn't really care about anybody else. He just wants to further his own goals and uh, be on his own and do his own thing. Um, and that makes him a bit more interesting than the general run-of-the-mill heroes and villains because, I don't know, in a sense it makes him more human, doesn't it? He's... He's driven by his own desires. He's not. So when I think Incredible Hulk, I always just imagine that you know a, a brat child that's having a bit of a yeah. Because Hulk doesn't communicate. It's just literally like a two-year-old yeah, going like, absolutely mental, yeah, and, and then, then he'll talk of... briefly, won't he? But only in broken English, and he's yeah, yeah, he's very stunted, isn't he? He's like a caveman. Um, <coughs> so the intelligent Hulk is interesting. I mean, I have read some other stuff with him being clever, but yeah, this particular animation was really really good yeah i definitely recommend it to um, was it on netflix or anything or i have no idea probably so i would wouldn't be surprised if it is perfect so, yeah pretty cool definitely nice. recommended well it's definitely caused some discussion on the um chat that's for sure oh yeah people just discussing well basically comic books to be fair oh cool but, it's, but i like provoking a bit of chat any particular comments of interest uh, one, one chap talking about something called the Demigorge storyline. All right. I don't know what that is. So, but I've, I'd be interested to hear some stuff about Marvel things, to be honest, because I am more of a DC fan. I do like Marvel, I will stress. I'm not one of these fanboys that will go, oh, I like DC, Marvel shit. I like both of them. They're both really cool yeah. in different ways. I, I, I always describe it to people for some reason as DC, DC are my weekday comics and Marvel are my weekend comics. Because like, Marvel lets its hair down a bit more and it's yeah, a bit exactly. more of this fun kind Chill of out. factor. Whereas DC is way more in-depth and yeah, it's darker. That kind of thing. Yeah. And it is darker, yeah. But I love both for their own different reasons. Um, never, yeah, so. yeah, never got into comic books. Just never, ever interested me. Don't like superhero films. I think films. the thing is you need to read the right ones. One of the ones that sold superheroes to me <laughs> is Identity Crisis, DC's Identity Crisis. And the reason is because it takes a different approach. The main issue with, or thing with Identity Crisis is one of the heroes' families get killed and they kind of start to realise that Go on public isn't a good idea because your family are under threat, and that's the that's the weakness of the hero. The weakness of the hero isn't what can happen to him; it's what can happen to his loved ones and the people mm. around him. Um, and it it brings it to you're a, okay if you're Batman then. Yeah, <laughs> no one. <laughs> your family's already been killed. So Actually, well. you say that there was. Um, I, I actually see quite a, a neat little fan fiction. Um, I was going to say about... you're definitely not okay if you're Batman because he's well known for having his. Uh, um, little 
that family that he takes in, his the the vagrants he takes in, and yeah, the, one of them very famously, Jason Todd, being offed by the Joker. It wasn't. It wasn't even by the Joker. I shall say, but yeah, it wasn't even so much. Uh, you know, like any of the Robins or whatever. Um, this fan fiction actually focused on the one person they guaranteed Batman would flip for. Um, Alfred. Yeah, gets uh, yeah, literally he's a personal battler. Yeah. Cut into little bits, boxed up, and sent as a present. Oh, lovely. To, um, to Batman. Wayne Manor. And uh, Batman opens the box, or Bruce opens the box, flips the fuck out, and, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was turned into a murder-suicide. They did an interesting thing with um, Flashpoint, which was um, Bruce gets killed instead of his parents, and his father becomes Batman instead. Oh, neat. And his mother becomes a Joker. That's really? quite interesting. His day, they showed their grieving madness in two separate ways. She becomes like psychotic and cuts her own face up, saying, I'll never smile again. So carves a smile into her face to make sure she will. And, uh, yeah, he becomes Batman. Yeah, no, so, never. That's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Flashpoint's interesting. That's what led on to the new 52 stuff. All the ah. stuff with the reboots of the characters and things. Right. Yeah. The, the, oh. the stuff that people are kind of like... Mm. Mm, yeah, I'm still... On the, some of it's quite cool, but, yeah... I don't know. We'll wait and see. Perfect. Marvellous. So, moving on to other news. And Adam. Ah, I mean, Thorny. Yes. Bard. Right. That's the one. Your name. Bard, Adam, whatever. <laughs> New yeah. character for the birthday. Reboot. Yes. Right. Games Hardware News. What we have is, yesterday, Nintendo announced on their um, Nintendo Direct that they're getting an update to the 3DS. But it's a whole new console, but not... So the idea so far is that in October they're releasing this thing that's at the moment called New 3DS. Can we just mention this in Japan only? In at this Japan point? at the moment, yeah, it'll be released Japan in October. It'll be released in Europe next year. Um, I don't know about the states. It was all I had was Japan and Europe. But um, yeah, it's um, October in Japan here next year. The idea is it's just at the moment it's just called New 3DS. We haven't had an official name for it. I'm sure they'll come up with something different. If it's um, anything like Apple. New 3DS yeah. would probably float. The idea mm. is that it is the exact same as the old 3DS, the old 3DS. and it has an Excel version exactly the same as the old 3DS. But is that just to play spreadsheets on? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it has words too. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe PowerPoint if you're lucky. Yeah. So um, deal breaker if I ain't got PowerPoint in the morning. 3DS Outlook. But yeah, it, um, it has a second analogue, but it's not. Like proper analog, it's been described as being similar to the C stick from the, oh, the GameCube, little tiny stick, and it's positioned very oddly. Like you've got your one analog at one area, and the C stick's a bit higher. Right. So I'm not sure how it'll work. It looks weird, looking, very odd, or weird sounding hand um, placement. The one thing I quite like, and it's a bit of a silly thing, but I like that it's very stylized on the SNES controller. Right. They've put the colours back onto the buttons, okay. which I thought was quite neat. Um, but yeah, it's got a faster... It's only quite neat for the, the Japanese and the European, because the Americans... Yeah, just that's true. They're purple, nice, didn't they? Yeah, nice purple controls. Um, but the... Uh, lost my train of thought. The, had a bit of a brain fart there. Um, yeah, it's got a faster processor, apparently. Like, so what it could do is it will have games coming out for it that won't run on the old 3DS and will be right. exclusive to this one. Um buddy of mine, Xander Scullion, summed it up rather well in one of his videos. If you check him out, by all means, he's really good. He said, um, or suggested that it was very similar to the expansion pack 
in the N64, the, yeah, the N64, which sounded like an app description to me. Like, yeah, it just it takes the, the existing software or hardware, well, hardware and updates yeah. it even. Um, but the, yeah, you, you well, I couldn't really say that because it's it's a full blown hardware refresh. Yeah, because it's not like you're going to be able to. No, buy you have to buy a whole new console, DS. yeah. Like, you could just get an expansion I think that was the closest comparison you could sort of come to, and it made sense to me that, that that would be how the hardware is changed. It's it's not a new console. It is the same console, but can do a little bit more. So, yeah, which is in some ways cool, but in other ways not. If people have already got 3DSs, they're going to yeah. have to get a new one, you know, and unless aforementioned game have some sort of mega deal where you can trade in your 3DS and get this new one for a decent price I can't see it happening but um, yeah Um, although interestingly enough now getting on the old Wii U bandwagon it's making me think maybe next year I might pick up another 3DS purely because I miss Kid Icarus and I want to play again so uh, I don't know but that that was I thought we wanted mentioning because it sounds interesting sounds kind of neat um because it's about time that the 3DS gets the second analog stick because yeah. they sell the Pro Pad, which is basically and it was a only ever really used for Monster Hunter, wasn't it? They, uh, I mean, Monster Hunter and Metal Gear Resident uses Evil, it. Resident yeah. Evil Revelations. Metal which, Gear uses it, and Kid Icarus can use it, but the touchpad is better. All right. Well, um, yeah, pretty much those games are really the only ones that I know of I think that Kid use Icarus them. can use it anyway. Maybe it can't actually. Maybe I'm imagining that. I couldn't say about it. I don't think it does, actually. Later. I don't think it does. I think I imagined that. But, uh, yeah, like, you had that accessory, but that added so much damn bulk yeah, to the system. Yeah, yeah. It made it so much thicker, and it, it practically made it impossible to stick in a regular, you know, pair of jeans pocket. You had to wear big old baggy cargoes. Yeah. So, um, that'd be kind of nice. But I don't like the whole idea of it's it's going to have exclusive titles. I, I mean, if you're going to release... The first one they've released is it's got a direct port of Xenoblade on the Wii. Oh, so okay, then, yep. I'll let you go, Nintendo. That it can play up to being as good as the Wii. It didn't look as good as the Wii version from what I saw, but apparently it is. It's the same game, so... In fairness, though, the... the... 3DS, as it stands, can push some pretty nice-looking games. Yeah, oh, yeah, it can. So. I mean, Kid Icarus pretty much straight away there. That's, that's a fantastic-looking game. Blew exactly. me away that that was... actually pretty neat as well. Yeah? They're pretty nice. When you actually got to walk around the world, and that was pretty nice. Yeah? Okay. Not great, but... But Kid Icarus nice. was really, really... Have you played Kid Icarus yet? No, I haven't yet. Graphically stunning. I mean, that was the one game... Obviously, I had a Vita on the 3DS, and I preferred my Vita. Um, the reason being that a lot of the games did look better. And mm-hmm. uh, nothing really compared to the Vita. But Kid Icarus, I looked at and thought, you could work. You you are pretty much on the same level. It's it's really well optimised, that game. 3DS, for me, is basically um, a portable Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah. And a portable Monster See, my it. problem with it was the big old disappointment of Fire Emblem that just made me... Not happy. I bought the Fire Emblem edition. Didn't like Awakening. I know that'll get me lynched because loads of people love Awakening, but nah, not as good as the original Fire Emblem. Not as good as the GameCube one. But you're chuffed Step now backwards. that um, Fire Emblem, after we mentioned it, like what? In the, was it in the last yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now on the Wii U. Yeah. yeah. So now I've just got to figure out how to get an eShop card that will give me enough money to get it because I don't use my regular card on it. But yeah, whatever. We'll see. Um, but yeah. That's pretty cool. That game wants to stitch you out of a lot of money for a yeah. six-pound game. Yes, yeah. like a twenty-five-pound card you have to buy. Is that was yeah? The twenty-five pounds is the, the only thing? one they had. Fifteen's minimum, like I think overall, but game only have twenty-five pound ones. 
like stuff out. Good old game. Like I buy Steam ones for five, quid. you know, like yeah. That's how game is still selling PC games. You can yeah. buy their buy little... Steam cards. Yeah. And it's just really going back to Steam. Is that something that trips me out? Is when <laughs> I buy something from, say, Gamers Gate or GOG or the Humble Bundle. And especially Gamersgate, that really trips me out because you can you can just download games directly off of uh, Gamersgate. Right. But every now and then they'll be like, yep, yep, just download the game, here's your code. And then you're like, yep, I'm just going to go put that into Steam. No. No? Go to Origin. Oh, fucking look, it works on Origin. And then like another time you'll think, oh, yeah, this, this game ain't on either of them. And it turns out it's a Steam code they'll give you or whatever it's- very odd. And um, kind of weird. Well, that actually pissed me off because the. To be fair, Humble does tell you, doesn't it? When you. Yeah, you bought, say. like. I can remember the Origin. Was it the Humble Origin bundle that they did? And everyone bought, like, thousands of copies of it really cheap. But um, they had. the You had options on a lot of the games. Do you want the games on Origin? Or do you want the same game on Steam? And pretty much everyone just said, fuck if I'm putting them on Origin. Steam, I know it's the Origin yeah. bundle. I'm getting them on Steam. And it really pissed me off when the one time I, I bought a game from Gamersgate, I prayed it was a Steam code. That was an Origin code. <sighs> what game was it? Um, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. So it used to be on Steam. At the time, it was yeah, still on Steam. Yeah, and then it got moved over to Origin. Yeah. And I got completely screwed over because that's the one game I had that I had to install. Um, oh, I'd have to say, after that game. I really oh, no, like it's it not much. great because that was just when that was when the studio went bust. I thought, fuck, oh, I'll right. pick it up just to see what the mm. game was like. Perfect. Right, moving on to a flashback, um, just me this month. Um, a few days ago, the last episode of Season 2 of The Walking Dead came out. Play it actually this afternoon before I came over, because I didn't even actually... I, I saw it downloaded, but I didn't think it actually unlocked, because they often download a couple of days before they unlock. Yeah. Turned it unlocked straight away, it just didn't make it, it obvious. Didn't tell you. Yeah, so I, thought, I just thought, I wonder if it's there. Oh, yes it is, so I played yeah, it I up. I saw a few people talking about it on forums the other day yeah. and stuff, yeah. Um, as an ending, it's not as strong as the first one. The first one had a proper conclusion. Um, I hear they jump the shark a little bit. Is that true? Would you say a that? little bit? Um, they end on a cliffhanger of the the last episode ends on a cliffhanger, and it's pretty clear from the cliffhanger. Okay, for like yeah, no one's going to really survive this, and then somehow they all do. <laughs> But you have to see it to understand quite why it doesn't make sense. It's it felt a bit of a cop out. Um, I thought either the cliffhanger shouldn't have been there like it was, or they should not have copped out. And it Is was it one of those everyone needs a happy ending things. Or oh, definitely not. Right. Definitely not. This home does not have a happy ending. It has as one minute they're all going to die, and the next minute they all get out. But, uh, the the end of the game definitely is not what I consider a happy ending at all. Does anyone survive? It's a telltale game, of course um, <laughs> without, right, without spoiling too much, okay, so if you are haven't played and you are going to play it and you don't want anything spoiled, perhaps sort of, I know, go make a cup of tea or open up a can of beer and drink it before you come back because I will I'll try and keep it minor, but there'll be a few spoilers. All I really need to know is a yes or no. You're down to two people at the end. Right, don't give a fuck about who they are. Well, there you go. There's your happy ending. Someone had one to survive. One of them is for a fact. I'm pretty certain. Yeah, and you start the you start it the, the actual start of that episode. You start with one, two, three, four, seven people. That's a zombie apocalypse. Seven people's pretty good. Yeah, but you're down to two, and it just feels like they're killing them off just to narrow it down, ready for the for the next set. I personally would like him to. 
I think the case of Clementine, her arc is done. I have no idea who you're talking about. That's the main. That was the girl. The, uh, the girl in the first one, and then she becomes the main character in the second one. Her sort of story is basically how she starts as. Oh, an is innocent, that is that the little, little girl? girl yeah, that you said she starts. Kills she starts. At the start of- she starts innocent. She's an innocent little girl. Then as she, as she develops over the first one, she becomes more independent. By the second one, she's a lot more independent. And in actual fact, they slightly ruin her in the second one because they want you to be able to still play as the main character, all get involved in everything. But obviously, that means if, that means all the adults around you have to put this 10-year-old girl in situations that... Um, yeah, I think yeah. I remember you saying. Like, so, am I, am I right in saying that that was the character you said had some... Was given the option to murder her father figure or something. Yeah, at the end you of the get to. Yeah, yeah, one. you get to. You basically get to. As it's massive spoilers now. At the end of the first game, you your surrogate father, as it were, you have the option of either killing him or letting him turn. And right. you can either basically abandon him or stop him from turning. Okay. Um, I think most. I can't remember the actual percentage. I know I I chose to shoot him rather than let him turn. I thought that was a more horrible thing to do. But you actually have to pull the trigger and shoot him. Oh, herself, okay. um, and that's all basically matures her in the game. But she gets really mature. I'm I mean, just imagining Metal Gear comparisons to that. She's Big boss is still a baby before he pulled that trigger. So he's such. A, she's such a very even and innocent. She acts like a ten year old in the first game. The second game, you'd swear she was like five fifteen, but she's not. She's only she's only a year older. It in just, fairness, the average fifteen-year-old girl is pretty lame. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, in terms of in terms of knowledge and the way she acts, it just it doesn't fit right. So I mean, there's a bit early on where two of them decide to go on patrol. They say take this, they take in. a ten-year-old girl with them for the patrol. It's like, no, you wouldn't. You've got there's like four other people in that shack who can all use guns. Take them with you. It just it felt like yeah. they. Was t- there a reason why they? drag her along or is it just for the sheer lol they always that... find a very convoluted excuse for why they drag her along oh look she's new she needs to learn drag yeah, her out it, is, it does it does feel a bit sometimes but it's because basically there's a nice idea alright let's play a second game you play as the girl Clementine yeah but what you've done is you paint yourself into a corner do you think that would have actually do you think it would have mattered if they just finished her up I think right she started then... I think she started a new what character what they should arc. have done if they were going to do it on that is tell it from Clementine's perspective but have other characters as playable. So yes. you yeah, then sure. have players of people around her. That yeah. would have been brilliant. Look, that's easy. They could have done yeah. that, no worries. But Yeah. I can see what they're trying to do. It's a nice idea, but they basically end up writing her as an adult, which I just didn't it didn't this it's still don't worry, it's still it's still been an enjoyable series. I have looked forward to each episode. As soon as it's downloaded, boom, I'm playing it. No matter what I'm doing, it's like I'm playing that now. Yeah, you know, it's one in the morning. Yes, I've got worse one, I'm playing that episode now. Um, but I think they need to now end this storyline with her. I would like them to do another series because they, they they can do it, but perhaps do a new set of characters and let's move on to another set. I think her her story's ended now. I really would like to see them jump onto a new game, to be honest. Because I mean, I've what I played the Wolf Among Us, so I've enjoyed. I'd like to see what else they're capable of. Mm. I think we fall into this horrible trap of. Uh, just the same thing coming out every year ago to take the same thing all the big titles Call of Duty Assassin's Creed it's all we see we get the the thing with The Walking Dead is that like like somewhat the season in the comic book it's it's not actually about 
a zombie apocalypse per se. It's no. about it's a story about people, survivors. Yeah, exactly. survivors. Yeah. That's really about the zombies. Are really in, in 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 fact, in some episodes, zombies. Hard, I mean, this one here, the zombies barely appear. This last episode, they barely appear. Some of the others, they barely appear. They're sort of more of a, a background yeah. event to help drive the plot forward. They're the background motivation. To yes, the story. they are. Whereas actually, it's about, really it. yeah, this is quite a good. I mean, the arc in this one's been quite good. Although I swear, at one point, I actually thought they were going to pull it's all a dream moment. I really honestly thought. I actually there's a bit where she wakes up to a scene from one of the earlier from like season one. She like has been having a bad dream, and then she gets woke up by a father figure. And I thought, no, they're not going to pull. It. And I honestly thought they were going to pull it. Were you about ready to close the game off? I was actually thought, if this is how you end this, this is crap. This whole, you mean the whole thing? Because basically, the bit where she wakes up like midway through episode three, the first series, I thought so. You said everything that happened after that was all a dream. Seriously, are you really going to pull some? Luckily, they don't. It's all a dream. It's actually just a dream. Would you say that's a good spin a right there? Then? I thought that was quite clever, but I was that pissed you off a bit. That pissed me off a little bit because I honestly, cause they, they kept they kept it going long enough to make you think they this dragged got, it on a little yeah, too much. Thought, this is how it's actually going for. Oh god! And yeah, the last episode hasn't been great. Um, I think they, I think they, the arc they picked the point, the main twist in the arc they they cut they hit too soon. So. I mean, it's still a good game. Um, I would say it's still... If, if perhaps when it goes on sale on Steam, I'd say pick it up. Um, you just as, think I answered my next question. Do yeah. you think it's a sale choice now? Yeah, sale choice, yeah. I would say... I would say... I mean, I, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Um, I've only had about... I've enjoyed sort of eight hours I've had out of it. But for what it is, I've quite liked it. But I would say, yeah, if anyone, if anyone asked me, I'd say, yeah, wait for it to go on sale and pick it up. Does Sony have anything to do with a TV series? I'm sure there's a TV series. There, there is. Walking Dead was a comic book. It then got adapted into a TV series. It's had two spin-off games. One's awful, one's good. There's another game now. Um, there's a, yeah, there's a third Overkill one. have done one like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, there's so many versions. Of, and troubles are all called The Walking Dead. It's now a nightmare trying to work out which is which. Well, the reason, that, the reason I ask is because every time I go on to the PlayStation, it's constantly like, yeah, Walking Dead. And like everywhere you go, it's just trying to shove this thing yeah. up your ass. And I was just like, does Sony have their hands see, in this somewhere I'm one of what? these people where that stuff does the opposite if I see two bites of something I'm like yeah not touching that yeah exactly <laughs> well, that's like why I haven't played it like I've I think I've got the first season five episodes yes yeah. I was just like I haven't fucking played is it all the 400 days as well if you bought on Steam they often it came with the 400 days 400 days like a oh no that's um, PlayStation 3 oh PlayStation 3 oh the PlayStation 3 one's ruined the PlayStation 3's got so many bugs in it in fact, there are certain points where it becomes, it becomes actually unbeatable. I kind of expect that of a PlayStation game, to be fair. Yeah, it's it's probably incredibly buggy, the PlayStation version of it. If I get a game set. these days, mm. if I get a game these days where there isn't a game-breaking bug in there, I'm like, the fuck's going on? Well, apparently what I've heard is that it lags so much, there comes bits where you have to do the action source scenes, you can't because it's so laggy, uh. you can't actually respond quick enough. Amazing challenge accepted. Except the game probably sucks. Well, Nick's just going to put me off playing off playing anything from season two, episode three onwards. Um, season two is still worth having. As a get as a, you won't you can't buy then you don't buy them as episodes anyway. You buy the season. Yeah. You can't buy individual episodes. A bit like Wolf Among Us. You when you buy you buy the whole season. Yes, and, then, and then each book gets it. Yeah. Um, what I would like them to do if they do it again is to make the episodes a bit more regular. Not so much as in 
you know, have them out like one every week, as in the gaps between them are very random. So the first and second episode is like a month, and the second and third, there's like a two and a half month gap. I'm getting a bit sick and tired of this kind of episodic thing going on there. I quite I, I liked it. It's something to look forward to, but do it like every month. Don't do it like, don't, and cause the gap between this one and the previous one has not been that long. I have to admit, had I bought The Wolf Among Us when it first came out, as quickly as I did the first bit, I'd have been so pissed if I'd have done that. And it's like, yeah, and you got to wait a month to play yeah, games. Yeah, like, like, if I no. was going to play games like that, I would literally wait for them all yeah. to come out. I wouldn't yeah. be the kind of person that could just I, sit I, there. I reckon a lot of you know? people do it. And to be fair, I do the same with TV shows. I tend to do that quite a lot. I wait for them mm. and then watch them all in one go. So, so. The, the reason is, for me at least, I'd worry that I'd play the first episode or whatever, like however many episodes there are, and then there'd be this massive gap between the next one. Like a month doesn't seem like a massive mm. time, but let's say you're kind of you don't have much mm. free time to start with. You're kind of like, well, crap! I've now kind of overloaded myself with stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of like when you play a game, you put it down for a little while, and then you never go back to it. Yeah. It's like starting a story and then never finish it. And I feel that the the way that content is coming out in episodes, I would probably start a series and then never finish it. I mean, the thing is, that's actually one of the advantages of the fact that they are quite short, the episodes. I mean, each episode will take you between two, two and a half hours to do, which means basically it's an evening. You know, I see it comes, that's good. Oh, that's this evening I'm playing for that episode. And that's quite, in some ways, that's quite an advantage because you know you're going to do it. It's, you're not committing yourself to four or five days worth a game and you're going yeah. to do it in one go. Or oh, like, or like, get 45 minutes for a single hunting monster hunter. Or like, or like you, um, or like when they come out in one go, like when I did Wolf Among Us, I played that in one day. I literally, Saturday, is like, okay, do you know, I'm going to play Wolf Among Us. Start at 10 o'clock by, I think by sort of eight o'clock, I finished the whole lot. And I enjoyed it. I had a little nice little story arc. They're quite clever. Each episode is very self-contained. There's like a two. They only keep like two or three plot points carrying over. Yeah, yeah. So they're quite. They they deliberately know there's gaps. So you don't have to remember too much of the previous I like episode. The fact it gives you the percentages of what other people have done. As That's well. quite nice. Yeah. The, I'm just trying to think of another game I played that did that. Uh, Catherine. Alright. PlayStation three, that random kind of That's uh, really cool the puzzle about thing. About right, okay. And at the end of each and at the end of each kind of puzzle section it would give you a choice. Like how many people answered? Yeah, kind of like question. a moral yeah. choice. Like, you know, mm. you, so you get to kind of swing your moral compass one way or the other. And then it would actually tell you the percentage mm. of um, other people that yeah. uh, did it. It's quite interesting actually. You can see how they built the game such that most choices are roughly most roughly 50 50 you know some people but then there'll be the one which everybody picks like one character and you say oh yeah nine percent people decide to save the girl and so the dude says that says about stuff about society doesn't it really yeah. um and so it's quite i do quite like that i think it's quite a nice little touch to see how people react to the game and how they adapt to it. i think it's quite interesting yeah i was quite surprised because a lot of mine were different to the norm in the old wolf among mm. us i had quite a few ones that weren't the yeah. usual decisions, so it was quite nice to sort of see. I think I'd be annoyed if I got there and found out all the but same. But you guys still know pretty much the same stuff most of the way through when you two were talking about that game. We were fairly similar. There was a couple of differences Only we I had. had. One, it? Yeah, that we played. Yeah, because you've only played the first episode anyway, haven't yeah. you? I, um, I, picked, I, I had picked Bluebeard and you picked the pimp, didn't you? That yeah. was the, the main difference. Yeah. At the end, you get to pick who you think the murderer is, so okay. was, that's... That's and that's the difference we picked. Yeah. Although mine was the majority, majority would pick the same as me. 
from what whatever the percentages. I think that I've, I was in the majority. Yeah, of mine people. was. That's what I was saying. Mine is against the grain, yeah. which I liked. Like most of the people have gone different ways yeah. to me. I chased Tweedle as well. Rather so than did I. Yeah, and I did. Although I think from I even if no matter how you review that that cuts that um no matter how much you review that scene. It always feels to me that logically you would go after him because he's the only one who's actually been actively aggressive towards yeah. you. But again, we're on spoilers now of the Wolf Among Us, but the two choices you've got, there's one character who you've seen be aggressive and you've had a little bit of a spout of him, but he's never actually actively aggressive against he's, you. Uh, he's, it's, it's the way of the aggression, whereas he's kind of aggressive in a knee-jerk reaction kind of way. Yeah. The other dude's very sort of suspect like you know yeah. you could see that there's some underworld shit going on with him yeah. and that's like and, and the other choice is the guy who's you know has already got involved with being aggressive towards you and he acted and he works against you to actually knock you out yeah. and then you find that he's been threatening one of your friends yeah so oh, what if I just hit so what so to me logically of course you're going to go after him he's the one who's probably the most dangerous so I'm not surprised that someone like 70 Eight percent of players have picked him. Huh. I thought that's not surprising. You're well on him for going after your mate alone. I, I mean, it was a point where I saw all of us go. I'm going to go after him. I thought to myself, game probably wants me to go after him. I probably, I, I wonder if a lot of people picked the other guy because they thought that he was the guy was too I think obvious. That was, well, that was. I'm not sure if it was quite seventy. It was a bit fifty-fifty as far as I recall that one. I'm sure it was quite high. Ah. I'll, I can check when I yeah have a look. I'll check the stats. Yeah. So, other than that, Walking Dead, wait for sale, grab it. Cool. At some point, I may have to try mm. the, uh, the stuff. I think, it's a, I think it's a game that you may or may... It's, it's, a quite, it's quite a mark. I playing The Wolf Among Us. You'd enjoy that yeah, with it's, The Walking it's, Dead. It's more... F- yeah, Walking Dead. If you're not a fan of... I mean, I'm not a fan of Zombie Fish, but I enjoyed it. The quirky stuff in The Wolf Among Us has appealed to you more. Yeah. And you'd like Bigby as well. The character of Bigby would appeal way more than the characters. You in. could be such a dick in it as Bigby. Yes. You can be a real. Yeah, you can be you really can... violent as well and really nasty. If yeah. You want to be. But it does come back to bite you later yeah. on. Like, how could you be violent with Mr. Toad? I mean, he's just a little toad dude. It's like... You can be so cruel to him, yeah. though. You'd be so cruel to his little boy as well. The amount of things you can do later on in the game, the amount of things you can do to him. That sounds oh, so bad. wrong on so many levels. No, you can really. You can crush his spirits completely. Nice. You can crush his. Well, I, I won't. Spot yeah, Fawny, play some more tonight, but I won't for Fawny, but you can really mess him up. Horrible, horrible. If you want to. Most players don't, but you could if you really want yeah. to really mess him up. I'm sure there's that little percentage of people that flip out. Well, obviously, you've got the thing, is how many people have then played it again and then chosen all yeah, the other yeah. options? But you see, I, I can't do it. I couldn't play The Walking Dead 1 again, because to me, that's a canon story now. Yeah, um, yeah canon to you, it's like your own can, personal yeah. arc. I wish I recorded it now, because I could watch it back. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I couldn't pick it and do it again. Oh. Uh, oh. Sorry, I'm falling. Do, do you think if you were to replay it, you'd just pick the same? same Probably. Yeah. Unlike that most games that have multiple choices tend to pick the same. It's like, oh, these are these all the choices? I agree with my original choice. I'm going to pick that. Yeah. Well, see, I find that if there are games with multiple choice, even if I do tend to go back, I still usually get near enough the same, same outcome. Yeah. yeah. So it's like my choices, the choices that I did sway on or weren't completely sure on didn't yeah. have enough impact to... I like it more when it's games where choices are ambiguous as well. I don't like this stupid shit that's in game, all games now where it's 
morally obvious. Oh, you picked the blue yeah. path. Oh, you picked the red path. You know, then you're you clearly were, good. You're clearly evil. In that way, you would probably quite like The Walking Dead because there's a lot of morally ambiguous choices in that. Yeah. There's a lot of bits where you do oh, find sure yourself. You find yourself going for. In the end, you have to go for your gut reaction. Yeah. Because if you try and think about it too much, you You've think got that yeah. timer and everything. Yeah. There's yeah, and there's there's bits in it where basically you'll be they, they're very good at having two characters having an eye, which both make good points. Like, well, who do I go with? And you have to have your gut reaction in the end of it. And, and I actually think you play the game actually almost as yourself somewhat because you just yeah. tend to because you're against the clock, you tend to just pick your gut reaction. Well, I tend to do that anyway, like. I always play again, even if there's a set character. Yeah, there, I, have I to always play. But, so but sometimes, dumb. though, when there's mobile choice, you may have your gut reaction. You may actually end up thinking about it a bit. And think actually, well, perhaps the best one to say is this. Whereas when there's a time against it, no, yeah. I'd, I'd never think of what what's best for the game. I yeah. always go for what I'd go. Yeah, for. I have to admit, like after only playing one thing of the Walker, the Walker Dead, of the Wolf Among Us, I was quite chuffed with how my Bigby acted. Like I was like, yeah, that. Yeah character is similar to how I would act in most of those situations. <laughs> well, quite you know? violent. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't at all. He was actually really reasonable, yeah. Like, mm. I didn't tear Grendel's arm off and beat the hell out of him with it. No, nor did I. He'd already had enough of a beating. Par- apparently you know? tear off and throw it across the bar, apparently. Does he? Nice. Yeah. I like that, though. That was a cool little Beowulf reference. Um, but yeah, no, like, um, he was pretty cool most of the time. Mm. I mean, that, with the mistletoe bit, I sussed what was going on there didn't that that was that that was a really clever way because you have to do the right responses to basically catch him out yeah that's really clever and you have to look at things in a specific order to get it right don't you Mm. because if you don't look at them in a particular order you might miss a certain option like i think it's in such a way that there are diff- here's like subtle things he tells you which yeah. aren't true what you catch him out on varies depending on what you look yeah, at and what, what order, what order yeah. that affects the level that way but that was really good because you do every time you sort of gradually feel you're putting the pressure on a little bit it's BC really well done chilled actually he was quite laid back there weren't really any sort of I was yeah, expected you, him but to you, be this Wolverine but character and he the, wasn't he was just like yeah whatever yeah, you know. but he, no, he's, he keeps it quite calm but you can tell he's putting the pressure on him yeah. it's like yeah uh, he, he doesn't actually he doesn't come up to the very unless you tell he doesn't come up to the very end to say you're lying unless you say you're lying you can sort of just catch him out but on his all but there's a big difference between raised eyebrow and you sure you're telling the truth and you're fucking lying I'm going to get out of here you know there's a, there's mm. a big sort of and yeah my big to, it's cr- to a credit there is the, every, every character interaction in the game there's the option to basically just turn violent and hit them <laughs> yeah oh man I'll take a crack at that. werewolf on him. (coughs) Shall we move on to weird news? Yeah, go for it. It's all cool. Weird news. Is this like extra special birthday weird news? Our favourite Yes, there's no masturbation stories in it. (gasps) Are there cake stories though? Man, I've been waiting for this cake cross with masturbation. I'm (laughs) I'm trying to remember now, actually. He's trying to remember. Nick, how come? I was going to say, don't don't, don't sprinkle people wagging in cake stories and go, you'd be like, <laughs> How come Weird News' notes is like 55 pages long? And It's because, it's because I to make it easier to keep the flow going, I split the stories up onto individual pages. Ah. And so if a story would go between two, I move things around, so I have like two short stories on one page. If I have a long story, I tend to put it on its own page. So oh, I don't yeah, have to... a lot of bullet points. I will have to apologise oh, to them people out. on the mic. I've just realised I'm flagging so much that I've been leaning further back. That's right, Luke can yeah. sort it. It's his job. Um, 
There I haven't is... even got a computer to do it. That's your problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, fuck it. Um, if and, if there's and, no audio version But there ever. is there is a special edition to Weird News this month. Oh. We have a photograph. Now, if you're an audio listener... We have list- a photograph. Yes, if you're an audio listener, you're going to have to look in the show notes for the relevant photograph. Um, if you're a video viewer, then I'll get either Luke Ham to show it to the camera for, on my behalf later you're more on. Like, nah, I'm, you're doing it. Yeah. Just so it's like I'm stumbling over them, fall over the computer. But it's 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 a mystical photo. Oh. Mystical. I can see it. Mystical, okay. <coughs> um, what's your opinion on pandas? They fucked up World of Warcraft. <laughs> no, I mean the real ones. Black, white, and Asian. Everyone loves them. Three you see, one. the thing about pandas to me is if you have a species that refuses to bonk each other, they don't deserve to survive. So what was the fucking uh, Yahtzee came up with a, a little um, thing about that? Where he's kind of reviewing a game and at the end of it he throws out um, something like like the chi- the um, angry Chinese zookeeper said to the last male panda in the world, fuck that. And obviously it doesn't happen because it's shit. Yeah. And the panda dies and yay, the panda... Right, okay. Am I the only one that doesn't care about pandas, really? I really don't. I, I'm sorry. If you, if, if your species, I mean, they're fluffy things, I guess. But. Your, your species. You, you have two. There are many goal. There's really only one basic goal for any species in life. When you brawl it down, that's to shag each other and produce more of your offspring. Okay. If you can't be bothered to do one of those, if you evolved in such a way that you can only do it once a year. You don't deserve... The evolution was not looking favourably on you. It's just like, oh man, fucking seriously, do we have the to do this panda, right now? The female panda is responsive, responsive to the male sponsor for one day of the year. If she has a headache that day, he's doomed. <laughs> <laughs> or if he came staggering anyway, from the pub a bit yeah, late that I day. I mean, they're so, kind of doomed in that respect. Oh, they are they? doomed. Poor pandas. They're not as cool as regular bears either, are they? No. Let's be fair. Uh, I mean, you don't see druids in video games turn into pandas, do you? They don't steal. Unless it's in Warcraft, but yeah. we don't count that. And they don't steal picnic baskets. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, panda news. And Jack Black never voiced a bear, so yeah. there you go. Um, there's a key word here, which is accused, which I think sounds quite amusing. A giant panda has been accused of faking signs of pregnancy. Accused, as in, you're faking that. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You've got a pedal under there. <laughs> no. Um, Al Hin, which is the panda's name. Oh, got I was her... going to say, is that the really pissed off Chinese zookeeper? No. <laughs> no, she got her Chinese keepers all excited after showing signs that she was pregnant, which includes moving less, which for a panda must be quite hard to tell, and initially having a small appetite, which again for a panda must be quite hard to tell. Um, the keepers at Chenggu Giant Panda Breeding Research Centre were so thrilled they even preferred to film the birth. Um, it was it's not particularly hard to do. Grab camera. By a panda, that's awesome. Uh, it was later revealed that she was never pregnant, and experts believe she has been putting on an act. But uh, what? Because well, that, because um, when they're pregnant, they get moved to an air conditioned room. They get more fruit, bamboo, and buns. So apparently some of the parents have worked this out and now <laughs> fake being pregnant or to get moved to the aircon room. Rad, you know, they're eating less anyway, so let's, you know, pamper them with more mm. food that they're not going to eat. Yeah. Uh, they believe that it may have learned the fake size of pregnancies after associated with being pampered. Um, 
They haven't, as it well, said then maybe here, they should encourage them to get laid more often. Yeah. As it notoriously low reproductive rate, there's 600 pandas living in the wild, 300 in ca- captivity. Um, apparently only 24% of females in captivity give birth, posing a serious threat to survival of the species. Don't bother. <laughs> really, they want to go extinct. Any smash that says, oh, I don't want to be forced to have sex for another just wants to go extinct. Just let That them. sounds really bad on so many levels, Nick. Seriously, dude. Yeah. Like, Nick's way of, you know, fuck it. Everyone's got to keep the species going. Cabs. You've got to have sex with one another. Ooh, well, fuck it, you're dead, you know. <laughs> well, fuck uh, it, just end it now. Yeah. <laughs> On to the first of the sheep news. <laughs> is this because the birthday is just one of the birthday things? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sheep news. You've got to have sheep. Uh, there's, there's so much sheep news this month, I had to include so some we've of gone, it. So we've gone from bear... Right, so we've not got any wanking stories, but we've already got a bear fucking story. Now what have we got? There's no fucking involved because it's faking yeah. the pregnancy. The fact that they're not fucking is the problem. Look, I can assure you the sheep news does not involve any fucking. Look, keep my eye on you, Nick. <laughs> not this one, anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Nick's um, fan fiction section. <laughs> I'm putting the TNT around his house right now. I'm putting my Steve hat on. The world's I still wo- think we should call him Ram Man. That's, that's got with <laughs> the best name. Yeah. I always think of no. ramen. No. <laughs> The world's Nick's wo- a part of noodles. Am I going to tell you this story at any point in the story? For, uh, right. Any part of the story, huh? Yeah. The world's woolly sheep. <laughs> I know you're tired, but come on. Have no beer sugar. Um, the world's- I don't want to. I really don't. I can't eat it. It's just too much. It's good, but it's just too much. Mother will be so disappointed. <laughs> the world's woolly sheep has been found in Australia. I'm sorry saying that. You went fucking. You're gonna go accept. Your mother's really disappointed with you. <laughs> you've not just let you've 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 not just let me down. You let mother down, but worst of all, you've let yourself down. Nick, you trolled your mum into playing through a game. You'd make demands <laughs> of your mother, <laughs> and then you say she enjoys it. God damn! She did man. enjoy playing Portal. She thought it was fun. Oh, dear. Right, the world's really she has been found in Australia. Why? Well, it's been it's sheep. It's very woolly. Um, it's escaped the shears for six years because female sheep is most captive sheep. The breeds they don't stop growing their wool. Natural, more traditional breeds will share will molt. But the captive breeds will keep growing. This is a merino sheep, which is like a ultra fine wool sheep. So they obviously They're, haven't actually, been playing Minecraft. Actually, do you know, the, the, the Merino wool was so highly praised that at one point the British, the British Navy invaded past Spain to steal some sheep. They actually invaded town, stole the sheep and brought back over to England. The Fucking British Navy it. did this. They obviously haven't played Minecraft. Punch yeah. the sheep. <laughs> yes. Um, <coughs> so it was found wandering on a farm. They believe his fleet's going to weigh more... Yeah, wandering. It's just like, fuck it, I'm just going to come so over I'm here So I just now. imagine like, the, the British Navy being chasing in the Argonauts here. There's a golden fleece, you know, so oh, we're going to go get the golden sheep thing. The golden shears <laughs> award. Thing. And we're going to wear it, and we're going to have the power of the gods. Yeah. Um, his fleece, they believe, is going to be about 20 kilos. His eyesight was affected, that's why he's wandering, because he grew, basically grew so he couldn't actually see through his eyes anymore. Um, Dappy bastard. The current world record is by another sheep called Trek, who had a fleece weighing 27 kilos, which some, they say this is the heaviest sheep fleece, the heaviest fleece, but that's clearly 7 kilos less. So I'm, I'm calling bullshit on this. That's not a woolly enough sheep. Is this why it's weird news? Yes. Because it's bullshit. Yes. Or sheep shit in this case. Yeah. 
Because pandas aren't fucking. Yeah, it's amazing. It's Maybe they would fuck if people gave them sheepskin coats and stuff. You know, I don't know. Maybe. Suddenly I feel sexy. I have a sheepskin attire on. So, yeah. Is that like literally how this is going to go? We're going to have to find a way to like make pandas feel sexy. <laughs> they did. Well, I think Chai, the China's keepers actually also once tried doing panda porn. Also, can I just throw out there that these guys were experts and got fooled by a fucking bear? Yeah. Damn. Well, to be fair, the main size were it was moving slightly less. <laughs> which, to so be the fair, idea is, that's like saying, do you know, sloth is moving slightly less today. It's eating slightly less. Let's move it somewhere with more food. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey. Anyway, back to the sheep. Um, as the they sheep. say, it's amazing it survived for so long because they can get fly strike and hot weathers can be at burn. But they did find there's enough wool to create four woolly jumpers on them. How was it just, you know, waltzing about? I mean, like... Well, it has four legs and it walks. Yeah, I kind of gather that, but surely someone, like, owned it. And, like, you know what? Fuck, I'm going to share this motherfucker. Yeah, the thing is, the it, thing is, you know, it pissed off like, down the pub it's all about scales. In Australia, whereas we have herds, herds, flocks, sorry, of, like, a few hundred, some farmers may have a few thousand, Australia's have tens of thousands. Oh, God, that, so, what? managed to say, fucking hell, everyone's gone bald, I'm out of here, mate. Yeah. You've seen Sean the Sheep, then? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> We used to watch it quite regularly in the house. It's a good show. Oh, yeah. And um, the other one, Timmy. Timmy Time. No, I've not watched Timmy Time. That's good. Sean the Sheep's good, but not Timmy. I've watched Timmy Time. <laughs> I've actually the got, of the I have <laughs> got, I have, one of my sheep is called Timothy. Oh, but it God. wasn't named after Timmy, I had the name first. You lie. I had the name Are first. Are you saying that they stole the name of your yes. sheep? Yes. They did. Yes. You're going to win. I don't think so, but yes. <laughs> well, we must try. We must try. Timothy, yeah, he's a Shetland. And then we'll market very friendly travel traveling houses, human snails to stop me from blowing up your house, Minecraft style. If that yep. coat is made of sheep's, then you're alright. And panda porno sheep skin. Maybe that's it. Maybe pandas have got a thing for sheep. Panda porno sheep skin power. Oh, no. <laughs> the world's <crappy laughs> superhero. Yeah, man. Panda poor man. World shit a superhero. Power getting bonked by a yeah. <laughs> Heat shoots and leaves. Um, I do that, is it? That, that must be a power, you know, because considering they didn't do it, it would make him pretty super, I suppose. Uh, Attract uh, panda dick. So, oh, okay. So, in the, his power is to attract panda yeah. dick. So, English language. by pandas, that's how he saves the day. On to, on to linguistics news. English language. It's like a deviant art character, doesn't it? <laughs> what, linguistics news? <laughs> no panda poor man. <laughs> right. On to linguistic news. Um, have you used one of the following words I'm in the last... i draw him like a video. panda poor man. It's got to be done. <laughs> have, you ever used any, have you ever used any of the following words recently? Fetch. No. Pussycat. No. Fortnite. Bear in mind, we say we use podcasts every fortnight, yeah. so therefore we have used that recently. So, okay. Does well, it turn out that we're mad psychos then? Yes. Don't come up with stupid are. ideas. We to... are, because those words are falling out of favour in the English language. Uh, but it's been words. Really? Yes. I use Fortnite quite a bit. They've been <laughs> replaced by Google, Internet, 
Facebook and iPhone. <coughs> oh, God, I want society to just crumble and replaced. everyone to die. <laughs> As in, on the rankings. <laughs> We're replacing words now. <laughs> yeah, man, we Google the podcast on, every On fall. the rankings. It's like every two weeks, and what's that, like every, every Google we podcast. Well, do you know there's another word that's being used a lot less frequently, and this will upset you. Marvellous. is Marvellous. being. What about... Uh, Fuck off, you hippies. Apparently, we've been replacing it with the word awesome. Yeah, I say awesome a lot, too, because awesome is awesome, marvellous is also cool, and hippies that sit on Facebook all day can go and choke on a bullet. Yes. Uh, Apparently, they reckon that awesome is because of American influence on British people speak, apparently. Okay. Uh, This was done by the Spoken British National Corpus 2014 Project. Put together by Lancaster University and Cambridge University Press. Who the fuck funds this stuff? Lancaster University f- and Cambridge University. I am the foul mouth chucklehead here. People with too much time and too much money and too much life. They need to just... Yeah, seriously, you go research something important. Yeah. Um, we're also using the words marmalade. Um... Interestingly, in the last 20 years, in the night, because it started in the 1990s. I just realized the irony of you tell them to research something important and while we're sitting here doing weird news to our one viewer. <laughs> it's like. Gee. Two. Oh! Oh! Um, words that have dropped out. Oh no, it's now going to one. Hey! We've lost somebody. No! Excuse me, we're talking. We weren't talking enough about pandas, fucking. Obviously not. Um, we can always add. We'll add that as a section later. Cool. Pandas fucking. Under panda fucking news, um, they also found that in the last 24 years, the term Walkman, for some reason, has gone out of fashion. Oh, what a No way, man. Everyone still talks about that stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy will boost that one back up there. Making a comeback. Yeah. I noticed that Dreamcast hasn't fell out of fashion within the last, you know, over a decade. wonder, like, how much of my foul language... Neo Geo Pocket. That's still pretty popular. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. On to Americans of no humour. That's most of America. The British Embassy in Washington has apologised after a sent a tweet seeming to poke fun at the anniversary of the burning of the White House. Um, so so the they sent a message. The message had a, was a photo of the White House and they put two. They had two um, sparklers in the flags of both nations with a caption, only sparklers this time. Oh, the, boo. Yeah. It was sent on fire in 1814, August 1814. Uh, do, now, this is a newspaper's wording. Doing the so-called War of 1812. I love if they said the so-called war as if they're being slightly facetious about it. Yeah, it's the so-called war. If someone put the so-called World War Two, people would be up in arms about it. That was a bit of a laugh, really, wasn't it? You know. The so-called war, that's yeah. So, that's so-called, so-called war. war. It was just a bunch of guys having a bit of fun. I just love the way that you said it was a bit of a laugh. I'm thinking, wait, it's only saying that the, the thing that they said was a bit of a laugh or that the war itself was a bit of a joke? Yeah. Um... Obviously, the wars between British and US soldiers. Obviously, there's been a, a furore of people on Twitter who've got nothing better to do with their lives than comment on a picture. Keyboard warriors. Now, the same people who tell me I can't say marvellous. All right, someone said, classy Britain, Mary Joan should commemorate bombing London. They probably do. Um, now, this one I don't quite, can't quite get my head around. It says, even if talking heads were seeing it, I still think it's extremely poor taste. So, if someone is worse than it, you think it was poor taste, but you'd still, what, listen to it? I don't regret that comment. No. Um, someone said, while the UK and USA, 1812, it was no big deal. I'm allowing myself another, you'd all be speaking German, joking in the future. Yeah, dream on. Um, Fuck, in order to get a joke to make them laugh, you'd have to crash a fucking plane into it, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> God. 
We have now been banned yeah. in the United the, States. The White House said plays in 1840. Yeah. yeah. Framed by Kim North Korea. Yeah. He probably um, laughed at that joke. So basically, <laughs> after, after he puts up there, obviously what usually happens, people, people complained, few people have no sense of complained, and someone had to put... Don't joke, it's funny. Embassy, Let's talk about, we'll take our shoes the off British the airport. Embassy, uh, a British embassy had to apologise. Fuck off. Yeah, apologies to the treat. We meant to mark an event in history and celebrate our sports fucking Jesus. No, the British Army set fire to the house. So? I apologise that we burned your house down for a laugh. We nicked, yeah. the, we nicked some random sheep. Yeah. We nicked a sheep, we burnt someone's house down. <laughs> yeah. We, have we the, blew up our own the house. The of the world, reason, aren't we, I'm sure. really? Yeah. I'm sure we did that. We've just got a different sense of humour, that's the really trouble of it. We actually have a sense <laughs> of humour. stealing house burning, you know. Yeah, we have a sense of humour, they don't. <clears throat> we like doing stuff. Uh, now, do I cry about all... Parliament getting blown to bits? Or no, we all approved that. We're all like, yeah, that was yeah. It, yeah. We all now, said it. I don't know why, but I keep having... That must be something <laughs> from my dream journal or something. The Parliament <laughs> gets blown up. Getting confused uh, with reality here. Now, we've all got boring jobs at some point in our lives. I've, my job can get boring at times. No, can't get boring at times. Sometimes, I'm sure yours can get boring at times. It's Maybe when you're boring. boring. Yeah. My boss is a right tosser. He is, I've met him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... Perhaps sometimes it'd be nice when, like, your friend or family helps spice up the boy. Perhaps they come around and see you. Perhaps they say, "Oh, let's have a surprise lunch or like that." Just to sort of spice it up. Bring around surprise cake. Right. Well, they don't quite go as far as a woman in America. An American woman who caused a wildfire that burned across more than fifty-one thousand acres has admitted starting the blaze because her firefighter friends were bored. <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> That, um, that's our excuse as well. That's why we said fire the White House, your firefighters. They looked a bit bored. They need something to do, you know. Yeah. Uh, 23 year old. Yeah. 23 year old Sandy Rennie Johnson tossed a lit firework from a car into a bush by the roadside organ in July last year. Uh, two days later, with the wind carrying blaze on its way to spreading to 80 square miles, she added a Facebook post which read, Like my fire. Now, seriously, at that point, you must have thought, why don't you think to yourself, Perhaps it's got a little bit out of hand. You know, eight, 80 square miles has gone up. Perhaps this was not quite... Been, don't put on Facebook and brag. This is clearly a bit of a pyromaniac. Yeah. Um, That's where America fault, starts to have fun with fire. Faulty spent nearly 8 million or 4.75 million in real money fighting the fire <laughs> <laughs> on the Warm Springs Indian Reserve. Oh, dear. Um, she pleaded guilty in May, signed the fire. Um, they've, they've, and they finally released the, the details of the case last week. Uh, she could face a maximum five-year jail sentence and a quarter of a million fine and will be sentenced on September the 3rd. I mean, I just... I don't get people. People are just thick. They are just... just they're just thick. I'm sorry, but they are. They have you IQs lower than you mine. Don't, you don't... If you do something like that, you know, you don't brag about it on Facebook and then don't expect to have any consequences of it. That's why I left Facebook. It's full of so fucking So we couldn't idiots. brag and get consequences of things, have Yeah. I'm well, not just <laughs> brag about it on the podcast and then, you know, that black van outside still parked. I was going to say, know. bragging about it on the podcast ain't going to get us no, in no trouble. No. Someone's going to take me seriously one day, though, and I'm going to get into a lot of trouble. And then Kim will turn up to try and bail me out. And I'll get in even more trouble for being considered a North Korea sympathizer. Yeah. Well, we've already seen Kim's breaking me out so we can form a crime find geo. We've already worked that one out. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that to happen. Yeah. Didn't accept the invite. That's it. Mm. He keeps turning us down. Dennis Rodman. I don't think he has. I don't think, he's, I don't think he's, he's caught the emails yet, man. His fan club's huge. Now, Luke, you've got pets. Several oh, yeah. that I don't want. Are they dogs or cats? 
cats. You sure they're not small dogs? No, I'm pretty sure. You can tell the difference. Yeah, they're you're pretty sure horrible beasts. Okay. Unless you're talking chihuahuas, in which case they're just big rats that cats oh. eat. Dogs. My father's cat Siamese ate the next door neighbour's chihuahua. Yeah, no, no, that's kind of a common thing. Cats mm. eating chihuahuas. I'm well, not surprised. They do just look like big mice. I think it's a pretty amount of that misery. That cat had two heads. at an advantage. Siamese <laughs> <laughs> oh. trins offended? Yeah. No, you can't call them that anymore. You've got to call them conjoined trins now. Because they ain't from Siam. But what if they are from Siam? Siam doesn't exist anymore. It's Thailand now. What, oh, what were Siamese twins? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. That's actually pretty good considering, you know. Okay. The master, the master of a Cambridge University college that banned dogs from accommodation has been allowed to keep his canine companion after persuading officials it was a very big cat. What breed is this thing? It's a basset hound. Um, he lives in Soway College with Robert Mosley. Wait, hang on, hang on, wait, wait. Where was this again? Where? Cambridge University. Shut that place down now, please. Um, cats were allowed, but dogs were technically banned. I want, I'm trying to figure out the technically bit. Either they are or they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Shut them down. I mean, technically, officer, I was doing 40 in, a fi- in 30. Technically, I was. But... Technically, you caught me. Technically, you didn't. Yeah. Um, apparently there's been a dog-owning presence set decades ago. The college have said that he could keep Yo-Yo as long as it stayed as a large cat. Admittedly, it was tongue-in-cheek. Why, I want to know, is wouldn't it have just been easy to rescind the ban on dogs rather than redefining a dog as a cat? Rather than taking the piss. Because it must be confusing as the zoology department. It's like, today, class, we're going to learn about large cats and they just bring this basset hound in. I'd say, well, it means means it must be safe. You'll never catch me with your missus. They've made a joke of the entire department. They have, yeah. Good job. Shut him down. Yeah. Apparently, after the ruling, he went round. People kept saying, I love your big cat, whenever they walked round. Um, He's now the the yo-yo, the rescue. He's a rescue dog. And he's featured in publicity meal for a veterinary course, presumably on cat care. I'm sorry, and I'm sure all of that was supposed to be a joke, you know. They, they they made a funny, I just didn't find it funny and I want them to be shut down, so maybe I'm American. Possibly. You humorous bastard. Maybe if I set fire to Cambridge University, I'll have a laugh. Um, apparently some students calling her the college dog, where they're clearly wrong. Well, that's the job of a cat. It's a cat. It's not the dog. Okay, it's, it's probably a already a college dog, you know, but... Yeah. No, she, she, she left at the end of the term. Yeah. Don't um, confuse me. Oh, but they said to me it was a cat. This is going to be a generation of people from Cambridge graduates who can't tell the difference. Oh, I can't The next set of Tory MPs is going to be very odd. I can't wait for the future. No, they already are. <laughs> I was going to say they're already No, brave. you think they're bad now. You wait for the future. They'll be too busy stuck they to Facebook. They identify themselves as human. That's bad enough. Mm. Somehow. Back to China again. Now... You know, there's all these fancy beers going out at the moment that you can buy, and that they have like they they actually get those. Have you seen those like spice beers you got? They have infusions of other flavors. You got no one ever drinks them because they're horrible, but you can buy them if you want to. Right. Um, a Chinese manufacturer decided to spice up his own beers with something else. Via- Viagra. Um, he said he is he's now he's only identified as Mister Hung. 
He was allowed to keep up the illegal practice. Is his first name Dong. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't say. Dong he's been. He was Did he originally he come was, from the pandas. Maybe. Ah, maybe that explains why. <laughs> um, he's been. Key, he's been able to keep up his legal practice after customers noticed the unusual side effect drinking his spirits, uh, which he marked as na- nutritious, healthy liquor. <laughs> um, Give it to the pandas. <coughs> Yeah, he basically purchased a kilo of the drug uh, for a, a, a few years, a few months ago, and January, and he's back into alcohol beverages without mentioning on the label. He said he's motivated to increase alcohol sales up for sales and make money fast because he's been facing stiff, stiff competition. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is—I will point out this is not Mark. This is Sky News's joke, not mine. Um, the spirit from his brother Wang Hang. <laughs> He sold the spirit. It was sold at five eighty five a bottle, which is quite a lot. Oh, really. uh, Wang Hung Lo, that's yeah. his full name. Isn't um, it? It's unknown whether sales of alcohol rose during the period. Well done, Sky News. Well done. Actually, it might have been Metro. More likely been Metro than joke that bad. On to the second sheet related news, and this we haven't one... really got much to compete with in the way of journalism, have we? No, they're all pretty kind of, you know. Well, they're yeah. below me, which means that there's not really much of a challenge there. Well, now, like well, well, now we've now reached the picture section. Ooh. And on to the sh- second sheep-related story. I don't think I want to walk up to the screen mm-hmm. with a sheep. I didn't say it's a picture of a sheep. No, we're getting really creeped out, Thorny. Your job. <laughs> um, okay. Scientists have figured out how sheepdogs work. Well, apparently they're not. They're cats. No, these are dogs. These oh, ones. these are actual these dogs. These are dogs, yeah. These aren't large So cats, they haven't though. gone through Cambridge Zoology no, yet? No, they haven't. Cool. Um, obviously, in a few years' time, that's what they'll be calling them, sheep cats. Um, <laughs> Cloud cats. Yes. Yeah. Um, they've worked out that why, why one shepherd and a single dog can herd an unruly flock of more than 100 sheep. Sheep aren't that unruly. They're really not. Just shake a bag of biscuits and they come running over and they love you for it. Um that's well, going to be kind of scary if you do that now, in front of 100 do you know, clouds. Do you know what they want to use this, this research for? No. Robots. They're planning to make shepherding robots for controlling clowns or clouds. Not clowns. Clowns. <laughs> clowns. Robots herding clowns. Awesome. When do we need to start herding clowns? Controlling crowds Just or... Just sort of clowns huddling together. Or like, clear. robot there looks a bit suspect. Like, you know, this a balloons up, man. It's like... Controlling crowds or clearing up oil spills. And another newspaper that's just using to help people evacuate buildings. I'm definitely drawing that. Robots herd clowns, <laughs> man. That's brilliant. I was just the idea that they use this idea of getting this rope to herd people out of buildings. Like, show the fire is good enough to help them. Or, or send in a proper sheepdog. I just see a little sheepdog, his little breathing apparatus, a little air tank on its back going in there. So you'd say you'd have thought that the fire was enough motivation, but considering the crap we've just heard <laughs> from China and, and Cambridge and... and would, doomed, would you man. now I'm going to reveal to you the secret to the world out there the secret of the sheepdog this secret will allow you to always herd sheep uh so okay. if this ever comes if ever you like get reincarnated as a sheepdog you now know what to do or you know just your job, mark, job market really falls through the floor and you have to take any employment you can get you know being reincarnated and always remembering bits of your past lives and that yeah, I don't know <laughs> Okay. I don't think that's the thing I'm going to hold on Rule to. Rule one. No one talks about sheep club. Sorry. Um, Rule one. The sheepdog learns how to make sheep... <laughs> Rule one. The sheepdog learns how to make sheep come together as a flock. Rule two. 
When the sheep are in a tight-knit group, the dog pushes them forwards. <coughs> um, you can thank um, Dr. Andrew King of Swansea University for this. Oh, for, shut him down. <laughs> he used GPS technology to track the sheep and find out how they reacted. What was his fucking budget? And what... Oh, just please... Oh my god, she, I might have to leave. Apparently, she doesn't make use of the selfish. Yeah, shit. You should have been using that money to put GPS on clowns and seeing how they <laughs> react. <to> the... <laughs> Clearly, that's a more interesting experiment. It's like the, the pies aren't working on it, it keeps coming. Like... <laughs> um, she doesn't make use of the selfish herd theory, apparently. Um, sheep are, are have a. I'll probably the selfish herd theory. The basic idea is. Whenever they see a threat, they group together in an attempt to put somebody else between them <laughs> and the threat. It's like, no, take take her, not me. Take her. Um, and they'll that's that that's so they move. So if they see move together, the group of bases, sheepdogs apparently look to see if the group's breaking up. They look for the gaps and the fluffy things to use their terminology. And then moving back together again. That's what the pandas should be doing. They discovered. The they discovered using this ten, using these rules. They put into a computer simulation. And they found that the simulation copied the movements of the sheepdog. <laughs> this has been called the shepherding problem. No shepherd's ever had this problem. You know, a shepherd has a sheepdog and it works. Shepherd has a sheepdog and it works. Yeah, um, has an apple stamp on his ass. It's just really. <sighs> If Greek mythology taught me anything, the shepherding problem is finding out Zeus is your father. That's usually the way. Yeah. And pretty much every shepherd in Greece he, probably has a yeah. claim to that somewhere. He believes that some information could be used by mathematics engineers or botticists to use in their modelling, or they could send out swarms of drones to gather information and bring them all back. That sounds almost as retarded as those Americans that are trying to make fucking robotic bees. Because we're wiping out bees. So, well, your best bet might be to, you know, well, stop we're wiping out bees. We're merging two ideas now. Robotic clowns that herd people. That's perfect. This turns to one's dystopian science fiction it film. It is, yeah. A clown so, work orange or something. Just, okay, I'm, you ready for the picture? If I, now, there's two possibilities in this picture. Either A, levitation, or B, there's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a makeshift new drone. <laughs> So the reason I say is, there's a guy who clearly has a remote control there, and you can see his foot. And I think that's some. I think there's maybe a pillow, so I think it's flying. Oh, yeah, that was levitating. Okay. Go on, Charlie Bob, on? show the audience. There that's will be a link in the show ridiculous. notes on the website when this goes up. I'm starting to notice something. I think, right, the barrier to entry to university is like like. You, your IQ now no longer has to be higher than your shoe size as long as you've got money. Yeah. Do you think that's it? You can be as thick as two short planks. Yeah. But as long as you've got the cash to get into uni, you can become a professor. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. This is the way the world's come to, I'm afraid. We're going to be killing each other next the way week. The world's coming to that, and unfortunately that means we're coming to an end. It's oh, not. Well. It's happy our, birthday. Our longest podcast yet at three hours and eighteen minutes. Jeez. Amazing. <coughs> and we thought it was going to be a short one. Yes. Yeah, because we had fuck all to talk we about. We bundled loads of stuff in. But because it's a birthday podcast, oh, we started to make things up. Yeah. Throw random threats. Yeah. Wish the death of two universities. Well. Yeah. I don't know if death and closure is really the same thing, but stupid, stupid people. Oh my god. Yeah. 
So. I'm starting to compare universities now to America. <laughs> Fucking stupid. If oh, now I'm going to start asking you if there's a stupid story is from a university. Were yeah. they overpaid monkeys? That's an insult to overpaid monkeys. Some of them like, little chimps that do the TV ads are way more intelligent than the kids. <laughs> I think we need to have a new section on the website on the on the channel, which is Luke rants, and literally we just put up some random thing, just let him because that was perfect. That was about two minutes of just him rambling on about nothing. We could have, yeah, if we do that, we could do we like. We don't even need to tell him. We just leave something on. We could do ten of them in one evening yeah. and pop them. Oh, we wouldn't have to do any other work for the channel at all. It's goddamn stupid. Just people are stupid. I want everyone to just jump off of... See if it was possible for them to jump off the planet, that would be great, but... But it's not actually possible to jump off a planet. <laughs> they can try. Unless you can jump, I think you've got to jump out. Dude, seriously, they're, they're probably figuring out a way to do it right now. You can They're spent billions. You, if you can jump and maintain the speed... If you wasn't clown on Chalky, then yeah, it'll definitely <laughs> jump off the planet. That's one right there. <sighs> Seriously, Dear. dude, someone's probably putting tons of money into the research for it and are wondering why they can only get a few feet off the ground. What, into sheep levitation? Yeah. Not just sheep levitation, trying to jump off the fucking planet. There's I honestly of think that's God drone. I honestly think that's a drone. I'm sure it's a propeller on the back of that sheep. I'm sure it's flying. It's it's a drone the- sheep. Or- yeah. <laughs> you think, what the hell is happening? Why have I suddenly developed flight? That cloud I- is I can't- too close to the ground. I can't reach the grass anymore. It's a bloody jumper, that's why. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. It's actually a panda. In disguise. That would have messed up their figures, wouldn't it? Turns out sheep don't move. Or <laughs> <laughs> have one, sex. Uh, this, this one's moving slower than normal. That sheep must be pregnant. <laughs> anyway, to wrap up, where can you find where can you find us? You can find us in the recently renewed randnerds.com and once we need them is I paid for it again you can find us on twitter at randnerds we had to bribe Nick with cake it didn't really come from his mum <laughs> youtube you're watching it but if you're not watching you're listening to the audio version it's youtube.com slash randnerds google stupid address is plus.google.com slash plus randnerds the first plus is but in words the second plus, plus is sim- plus. the first plus is in words the second plus is the symbolic representation of the word plus facebook facebook.com slash randnerds We've got a Steam group called Ryan Nerds, and you can email us comments at ryannerds.com. So, on the end of that, I've been the Suffolk Ram. Scazius, the foul mouth chucklehead. I've just been the bard. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing you in a a fortnight time, or as we'll soon discover, in a Facebook time. in a couple of weeks time so thank you very much for watching google you soon people <laughs> look forward to <laughs> look forward to seeing I'm just going to go by myself I'm just going to go to Cambridge University and see one of their extra large iPhones and <laughs> we're just going to hurdle the claims and send them to Chalky's house don't run away in there. You need to stop the podcast. <laughs> it's going to keep going forever and ever. This is going to, people are going to tune in and see our dead body sat at the table. You know, like. Come on, come in the podcast. <laughs> feel like that episode of Red Dwarf. Podcast, end it now. End the podcast. Look when you told the Xbox to turn it on. 
Xbox, stop the podcast. Luke, no, Skaz, stop the podcast. You've got to add that. God, you fucking <laughs> fail so hard, giving me so much work. This is why I don't do it. <laughs> if you know the podcast when I told you, that means you wouldn't have occurred. It's true. Bye. Bye. See you later. See you later, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Time to say tubby bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>